Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's, that's hot. All right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh, what is up? Welcome everybody to the newest episode, episode 17 of low value mail. Sorry, I'm just adjusting the levels here. Uh, let me know if that's too loud. I can't tell. Sometimes I, I just fuck with all, I just, I have this board over here and then I just, I just literally fuck with the knobs and then I don't even test it. I don't test it out. I, I leave it for, uh, us to test it. Um, shout out to all the people who, uh, were just watching, uh, the, the, my, the half hour stand up I released, uh, on YouTube, I appreciate it all. Uh, thank you, everybody. People are saying that they loved it. Some someone is asking, does anybody like it? Uh, I hope I hope that everybody goes. No, I really hated it. But we're here for low value mail. Uh, but welcome. I do appreciate everybody. Oh, hello from England. Uh, uh, I, uh, welcome to the show to the Europeans uh, and everybody who's spending their Tuesday night. Here with me, uh, we got we got a fun show tonight. So the last few episodes have been pretty heavy. I'm not gonna lie. There was last week I was gonna have a light one, and then some jagoff had to go shoot up a school. Uh, but so we haven't really had because I like I must say that this show kind of originally started. I was gonna be like a this like bad advice show, and then you know this, and then it was kind of getting in the news stuff, and then some. But sometimes the news is just too much. You go that that's the show. It's going to be more just like a straight Colin show. But you know we're gonna get um, we're we're gonna be all over. Hi from Australia. What's up, Australia? Uh, we're not gonna talk about guns too much, although. I do have so I just have a couple things. By the way, if you want to check out my special, you can check it out on uh, it's a half hour set that I recorded in Nashville a few months ago. If you would like to check it out, uh, it's on my YouTube channel. Just give it a, a like or something. I don't know. What, what do people do on here? I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm so bad at this shit. Like I was fucking walking over here to the studio and then I saw Ryan uh, Long and then he's like, yeah, you need, and then I didn't even think about it, but because I posted the special, because I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the special before uh, the episode of Low Value Mail. And then he's like, well, then now you got to like take the episode of Low Value Mail. You have to make it unlisted for like a day because it'll fuck up the whole algorithm. I don't know how this stuff works. This shit's complicated. It used to be uh, to be in comedy. You had to just do comedy. And now you need to be like an SEO expert. There's a bug in the studio. It's a fly. Um, anyways, the Patreon. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast and get an extra episode Every week, uh, once a week, it follows the show, uh, and then every other episode, it's the next day in the afternoon. So uh, the, the next Patreon episode is tomorrow at 1230 Eastern for our uh, European friends. 
uh, patrons, low value males, all that stuff. Uh, so if you'd like to support it, patreon.com slash low value mail, you could do so, uh, there. I don't totally know if I'm going to keep doing the afternoon show. I might just, we might go back to just only the, uh, it's, it's, we're still, it's an iterative process. Um, and, uh, so anyways, that's it. And yes, so this week we're not going to be talking about guns. I, I don't want to talk about guns. However, however, uh, so, you know, I, we have a lot of high value people men and women um and we got i got some good fans so uh and i appreciate you all i do so we had one uh he had called in during i believe the first gun episode that would be the subway shooter because you know they all <laughs> they're starting to blend together right uh, i called in about the subway shooter his name is monty and he was saying how he was doing a gender reveal with a uh a point a 50 caliber round uh, I don't know what the gun is, but he said it was, um, he have, I mean, so um, uh, he, we ended up not shooting my 50, but instead of shot my buddy's 338 Lapua. It's a super accurate rifle. And so he sent me a video of him doing his, uh, gender reveal, which I am now going to attempt to play for you. If it doesn't work, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it should Oh, shit. Ooh, See, it kind of oh. is. How do we... Let's move it. Oh, there we go. I don't know if you guys can hear it, uh, but here is uh, Monty doing uh, his uh, gender reveal with his wife. I don't know if there's sound. I, if there's not sound, I apologize. But so, there he goes. One shot from Monty. That's a miss, Monty. By the way, if you're just listening to this, he, he has a high-powered rifle that he's shooting at a target. I think it's Ann's uh, turn. As a gender reveal. Um, he's, he's really, really going for it with... Uh, and shot number two, big old miss. I guess you're going to have a girl, Monty, if you know what I mean. Anyways, so he misses. And then now time for the lady, uh, the mother. She, she's going to take a little little stab at it here. By the way, this is the first time we've ever shown a video because I just figured this out. She looks like she honestly... Very casual. Very casual. She doesn't look like she's taking this very seriously at all. Oh, there she goes. She, she's really... Because this is a pretty high, powerful gun. She and She's about to go... Oh, and it's a boy. It's a boy. Congratulations, Monty, uh, listener of the show. And uh, soon to be having a new boy. Um, Alex Stein. Alex Stein is in the chat. Uh, he's not Jewish. He's not Jewish. Uh, but Alex Stein is in the chat. Anyway, shout out to Monty. Um, Alex Stein, if you want to call in, definitely call in. We would love to chat with you and see uh, what he's doing. Alex Stein is not a Jew. We already covered this. He just has the name of a Jew. Uh, but Alex, if you want to uh, call in, let me know. I'll give you a shout because I'm so big time that I have primetime99 Alex Stein's phone number on the speed dial what it do uh i don't know what i'm literally rambling at this point anyways so that was the gender reveal uh that was cool he sent it into me i I wanted to show everybody so uh let's check it out so let's keep the shooting talk to a minimum the only thing i'll say is uh all this news keeps coming out about the school shooting in uh uvalde texas and god damn it has been a rough few years for the police they could have really used a win here instead of the massive loss they are taking. 
God damn it. You know it's bad when they have to go completely silent because they're at the stage where whatever they say can be used against them because they are so fucked. And then, you know, there's stories coming out. This lady, she she saw this on the news and she's like, you know what, I got to rescue my kids. And she drives 40 miles. They handcuff her. Then she talks her way out of the handcuffs, escapes, hops a fence, goes and finds both of her kids and takes them out of the fucking school alive. Goddamn mother of the year. And the cops are just like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like one of those things where everybody was like, they, it's like the broken window theory or whatever, you know, where everybody was looking to somebody else. They go, it's, or, or there was some, whoever the chain of command was, someone on there fucked up massively. But when I was doing uh, some research for this episode, I, uh, oh, what's up? Revenge of the Sis is in town. Oh, man. If I could do a fucking four-way call, Revenge of the ROTC, Alex Stein, I have no idea how to do that technically. But what's up to Revenge of the Sis? Appreciate you boys. Uh, profi- profi- p- p- appreciate you, Alex Stein. Um, but yeah, I was looking up, and then there was somebody who goes, oh, you know what? You know what? We're going to put this on, on hold here because we got primetime. Primetime 99, Alex Stein, on the call, and we lost him. Um I'm going to call him back. Alex Stein, hold on. Let's see if we can get him back here. Oh, this is bad radio. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Oh, that's what we get from fucking primetime. By the way, I totally forgot to turn my ringer down. Fix that. Primetime. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. We always get him back. Um, I'll call him, though. I I don't know why that didn't work. Um, But... What's uh, prime time? Alex Stein. Yes. Are in the chat. Yes. This night is getting better and better. I am trying to do a four way and he's probably, Alex is probably leaving me a wild, forwarded. Uh, wild message. Okay. Well, we'll get Alex back on. Oh, there he is. There he is. Alex Stein in the building. Prime time 99. Dude, I'm just saying, you know, you're, I just, I just uh, reported your special for hate speech. Dude. I don't know why you'd go after the WNBA predominantly. I love the WNBA. And lesbians. Dude, Brittany Griner is locked up in a Russian jail, dude. And Joe Biden will not save her, dude. And he's the best president. Like, I, I know. can't sleep and all, at night. I know. And all he's got to do is just give up, like, the most notorious Russian arms dealer that the U.S. has in jail. for. I know, dude, but how's that not a good they, deal to get the leading rebounder in the WNBA? Dude, it's an incredible deal for us. We win the culture war that way. Like, so what? That guy sold some guns to, like, you know, a few ISIS members. Like, yeah. oh, what? ISIS. You haven't? ISIS is so, that's so 2016 ISIS. So, I mean, Trump ended ISIS anyway. So, I mean, seriously, we need to get back to the WNBA being the number one sport in America. And we got to get Brittany Griner back. So, I'm What do you mean I'm get back? I, th- I thought it is the number one sport in America. It, well, I don't know if it is without Brittany. I mean, dude, she's, she's an iconic player, dude. She's six, and she actually... Dude, what she did at Baylor in Waco, Texas, I mean, she she's she's one of the most beautiful, articulate women. That, she's probably going to be the next uh, vice president you think of so? the United States, honestly. Who, well, look who, at John McCain. He, he was a POW. Look what happened to him. She basically so, is a POW at this point. She is. I mean, so what? She's smoking a little THC, concentrated THC. No big deal. I think she's on the Seattle. She's wherever she's No, she's from, on Phoenix. She's on the Phoenix Mercury. Well, I should have known that. I thought she got traded. It's hard to keep up with these ladies. I'm just so... I'm. It's right tough, now, I know. Well, they're just going through so much all the time, you know, where you're like, how can we keep up with their 
their career achievements when personally there's just so much going on, you know? They're, they're being targeted for political reasons. And, like, the fact that he's a smaller ball, that makes it more fun. I mean... That is actually the one thing, because I really don't have a beef with the WNBA, but seriously, though, they need to stop using a smaller ball. That is the (laughs) one thing I go, like, it is really, in terms of the whole, like, we're trying to say, like, there's equality, that is the most offensive of the things, is that they legitimately use a smaller ball with a not smaller uh, hoop. Well, I mean, listen, everybody saw, uh, what was the movie where the person, um, where the guy played in the women's league? What was that called? Eddie? Not Eddie. Eddie uh, was no, Eddie coach. was with Whoopi Goldberg where she's the coach. Well, there's Lady Bugs. That's one of the best movies ever. That was one of the best. But what was the one where the guy plays in the WNBA? Juana Man? Juana Man! Dude, we need another Juana Man to bring back the WNBA. Because this is a serious, this is a serious thing. People are going to say, oh, it's a joke, Alex. You make fun of Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas has done more for female swimming than any other female swimmer ever. I didn't even know female swimming was a sport. I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I mean, I can now name one female swimmer. <laughs> Leah Dude, Thomas. That's a thousand percent increase on what you could on how many female <laughs> swimmers you could name. Yeah. So think about that. So that that's all the that's all the WNBA is lacking is a Joanna man. So if Shaq would just change his gender, her gender. I think we would, oh, I think Shaq that would actually light save our country. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. The weird thing, too, with the Brittany Griner thing is she's famous in Russia, too. I, I wonder if they even, if it, there's any sort of indication to Russian people that they've locked her up because she's probably almost more famous in Russia because they actually well, like women. They, they like women's basketball, like, not ironically. Well, I think she gets paid a million dollars over there and like five hundred thousand here. So La- yeah, it's really like less than fi- less than five hundred k, and she makes like yeah, well over a million. That's I mean that's why they go there. You know, it's like Latrell Sprewell. They got to feed their families. They can't feed their families on this paltry three hundred thousand dollars a year playing the WNBA. No, dude, no way. I mean, it's just I just I just don't know what we're gonna do as a country without Brittany Griner. Like we're literally losing the culture war. I just. It's really, it's just really frustrating. And then you go after the WNBA while they're already being attacked. I just, I almost think that you might be a Russian spy, Danny. I mean, my family is from Russia. You know, I actually thought in the past that maybe my father was a <laughs> Russian spy. He's not, but he's just, he's very like just fairly soft-spoken guy. I go, you could have a crazy double life. I don't know about. Yeah, everybody thinks that their like parent is something that you know they don't know. It's funny that. That is because, like, I feel like my dad always, as a kid, he used to always joke that he had a second family. And, like, now I feel like you might have a second family, Danny. So really? It's kind of, yeah, I, he used to always joke. That That's actually. My dad would always be like, my other son is a way better athlete and say stuff <laughs> like that to me all the time. I swear. They used to say that about my grades, like, my other son's a straight-A student. And I'd be like, what other son? And he'd be like, don't worry about it. And that's true. That is 100% true. Dude, I've always been actually really fascinated with the people because it's not really something you can really do anymore to have two families. I think technology kind of ended that. But, like, the, the thing where, like, people legit used to have two different families that potentially never learned of each other. Well, okay, the last example I know of that is on the Howard Stern show, Sal Governale. It's like Sal and Richard. They do the yeah, prank yeah. calls. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sal, Sal's dad had a second family, and his and Sal, one of like the biggest things that haunts Sal is that his half-brother that he never met when he was working at the pizzeria, he tells the story. Somebody called his dad, and his, his half-brother killed himself. He never met his half-brother, so like oh, that really? like, kind of haunts him. 
Yeah, that's like a true story. People were Howard Stern nuts. I mean, I'm for Howard Stern free. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. That's pretty wild. You're right. With the internet, with Facebook, dude, you can't have a second family. That's kind of kind of sucks for all those. Well, you had to be like a traveling sorry. salesman of some sort before. Like you have to be a, have a traveling, like a consistent traveling gig where you could be like, you know, on the weekend you're always one place, and during the week you're always like another place almost, and to kind of keep the families separate and. That's why you joined the carnival. I always kind of envied the carnies that got to just live on the trains and go from city to city. That's probably what I'm going to do if all else fails. Yeah. How, how are play. things? How have things been going? Things are going good. Prime time ninety nine. Things are actually going pretty good. We're in talks about doing a show very soon. Where so at? Where at? I know I've been now at the Blaze. We're going to be doing like a, a late night prime time Stein show. You know, obviously I'm going to have to get your ass on the show if we can say of that. Of course. Um, you know, you got to come down to Dallas and come be a guest. But yeah, dude. So hopefully, like I said, I actually sent the, the pitch in today with the sizzle reel. So things are moving fast on that. Um, so things are going good. And you know what I'm about to do? Uh, uh, I'm about to call into Paris, California with my buddy Cassidy. They're having a Zoom meeting. So I'm doing. I'm oh, that's what you're doing right now? I, I, have they been, yeah. been kind of cock blocking you a bit in person? I've been, I've been seeing oh. some of your things where they're like, you're literally getting the fucking Alex. Like I said, you're getting like the Alex Stein rule. Like they're naming it after you. Dude, Danny, they don't. They, the last few places, cities, they won't turn on the face camera. So it's just being me filmed from the back. So it just doesn't <laughs> work. Dude. I'm getting the Alex Stein rule. Dude, I'm telling you. I know, man. You got you got too big for your britches, if you will. I mean, that was pretty predictable, though, with how just meteoric and just how good the videos were, where you knew that they were going to... Because, you know, they're fucking scumbag politicians. You know they're going to make some yeah, well, unfair rule. Okay, well, you're 100% right, but listen, I still have not... I'm, I don't want to say I've peaked. It's like, oh, you've peaked. No, you, haven't, you haven't even... You know, you're in the fucking Thank first you. inning, pal. You and Pete? Oh, I love you, Danny. You're so supportive. Okay, last thing before I go, I got to say this, though. So Beto O'Rourke is having a, a, a town hall meeting in Dallas tomorrow. So Cassidy and I, Cassidy Campbell and I are about to go raise hell. And, uh, you know, we're going to go there. And you know how he went yeah, and yeah. called out Governor Abbott? Like, like last week you're saying. Thing. Exactly. We're going to go do it at his town hall meeting in Dallas. What does he so do right now? be on the lookout for that. What's he do? Is Say he trying again? to be a politician? He's not a politician currently, is he? Oh, yes, he is. He's running for governor. No, he, oh, he's he running for governor. Yes, but he has a chance because, listen, we're not even getting the great replacement, this and that, but Texas is a highly Hispanic place. Like, you know, I mean, it is, a, you know, people think it's like all white people. It's not. So, you know, the, the minorities have a strong uh, voting sector. So it's like, and they like Beto? Yeah, I mean, they just like liberals for whatever reason. Even though Beto is, you know, he's Irish. He goes by Beto at work, but he's not Hispanic. He's just, he lives in El Paso, and his family's like multimillionaire. So huh. Beto works a fraud as they come, but you never know. With these politicians, they're all puppets put up by, like, you know, the left. It doesn't matter. If you're the left or the right, people have so much identity politics this day and age, and especially with the Roe versus Wade and all this crazy stuff going on, you just never know what can happen, Danny. Um. Yeah. We don't want Beto, but but Abbott thinks too. So we're just screwed. The left wing and the right wing are on the same bird. So yeah, either way, it's, it's going to poop on us. Yeah, that's exactly that's how it was. I will say, you know, that I didn't know that Greg Abbott he has really good camera people because I didn't know he was in a wheelchair until three months ago. <laughs> just, well, dude, you are from Canada. How I guess. You know well, you just the way they frame. They always frame him, and then there's no like wide shots. 
And so I just, I yeah, remember seeing him. Right. I go like, I'm like, did he have surgery? I honestly thought he like tore his ACL. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, <laughs> oh God. He's just a well, classic dude, thing okay. too. Just like the most unlucky thing. The guy went for a jog and a fucking branch of a tree just broke and fell on him. I know. You know what's crazy? That happened to my friend's sister in college. Like, she was actually really injured. Now she can walk. She's fine. But in a storm, a tree fell on her when she was trying to move her car. And it's just random. I guess when a tree falls, it just falls so fast. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the weight of it do? is like – But also, it's like he wasn't even in a storm. He was just like on a jog. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. His was even – his hers is kind of crazy because you were trying to move her car, but dude, the we- the world is weird. I mean, dude, with my luck, I kind of want a tree to fall on me. But I just want to nah. say this: great standard special. I'm Thank kidding, you, of course. Man. I don't want that to happen. But but great special. I really loved it. Zany's in Nashville. That was a great club too. And yeah, dude, you crushed best. it. So uh, thanks, Don. So uh, I hope it gets I hope it gets a bunch of views and shares. So keep crushing it. And yeah, uh, thank dude. you for letting me call. I'll, dude, thank you. Anytime. I'll be in touch. I'll be in touch Danny. Al- Alex Stein, VIP on low value mail. Always. <laughs> You're too nice. Always. All right, okay, take care, buddy. Prime time, ninety nine. Alex Stein, and we got Royce coming up. Royce, if uh, you'd like to call in. I mean, I can also call you too. Uh, we got that was uh, Alex Stein, Primetime ninety nine. By the way, uh, shout out to Dave Lamond for the super chat. I appreciate you. You like the special? Can we gay marriage? So I can get a green card and leave Canada too. I don't have a green card. I only have a visa. Can't help you with that. Uh, which crypto are you buying right now? I'm kind of holding off. I still think we're going lower. Hello. I, I don't like normalizing the WNBA. I don't like it. I, I love like the WNBA. Even, even joking. Even joking. I mean, is there anything? You ever been in a bar? Yeah. You ever been in a bar that's only played at WNBA and then like the fourth quarter you're looking at the game and it's like 37 to 44? Oh, I have. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not. Uh... I mean, they can't dunk, Royce. Royce, everybody from Revenge of the Sis is joining us. Thank you for calling in. Royce, I mean, I couldn't have, by the way, people don't know this, but low value mail. Couldn't have done it without you. You're the fucking tech guru oh. whisperer. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this. I was doing this stupid podcasting shit, dude. I was doing this like years ago when it like cost money and it was hard. Yeah. Like, like 13, 14 years ago, there was no YouTube streaming. It was like, how do you make audio go into your computer? How dude, does that work? <laughs> it is really amazing that I like have a production value of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's borderline like a full AM radio slash whatever TV show kind of in between. And it's like pretty easy to do. I mean, I couldn't do it by myself, but, uh, yeah, not, no, not without dude, you, but it's, it's still. Not, by the way, by the way, people are saying this is not special. Royce. What do you mean? It's not Royce. Who the fuck is it? But Maddie M just said, this I... is not Royce Royce prove that it's Royce Royce. I literally DM'd you on Twitter before I called. <laughs> I know that. Oh, well, I know I'm talking to Royce. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that people think you're maybe like a, an NSA plant. Well, look, here's the thing. I'll prove that I'm Royce. A lot of people don't know this, okay? Yeah. But Danny's Jewish. Guys? Guys? Come on. Who else would say that? I mean, definitely wouldn't be someone who worked for the NSA. Someone said typical Cuban yeah. response, Royce. What the fuck does that even? Okay, I don't know. Off, I, I don't, don't know. like the size. <laughs> no, dude, but yeah, dude, your special is fucking great, man. Oh, Seriously, thanks, buddy. Really good. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. How are things? Uh... I've seen other I, I, good. I've seen other people. But when, when I say when I say your special is good, you're supposed to like make an Instagram video and cry about it. That's yeah, what yeah. I heard. I'm just waiting to get the shop treatment, the Brendan shop treatment, where people. Okay. Gonna... 
really start dissecting. People start really dissecting it. I'm gonna buy you a bunch of cameos, which is them congratulating you, but like really weird people, like people that you haven't thought of forever. Like I'm gonna get like Mark Summer and be like, you know, Nanny, you made a really good special. Who? Mark who? Mark Summers from Double Dare? Oh, you're Canadian. I, I don't even you're, know who that is. Is you Nickelodeon? Did no, Nickelodeon we didn't. No, we don't have Nickelodeon. We have YTV, <sighs> which is like the shittiest low-rent Nickelodeon, and we didn't have any I, Nickelodeon shows. I saw a clip of that YTV thing on YouTube, and there was cartoons, and then it was these two cool, hip Canadians to be like, hey, what's up, radical dudes? Our next cartoon's Garfield. I'm like, what the fuck is this? That sounds about right, yeah. It was... Uh... It was not good. I don't know if they did any original. I think they had some original programming. I think the only thing they did is they copied the show that they slimed uh, people with. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we did have Degrassi, though. Degrassi was Yeah, Degrassi's something that actually crossed the border, though. Like Degrassi, Degrassi was, was all over the like, world. Oh, hey, you know how you said earlier you didn't know Abbott was in a wheelchair the three months ago? I didn't know Drake was in a wheelchair until I saw Degrassi. There you go. Yeah. and then But miraculously, no. because we have such good health care in Canada, he managed to get himself out of there. No, he really did. The healthcare is so good, and now you guys don't have guns. It's awesome. <laughs> I know. I was going to actually cover that until uh, Alex Stein called in, but in the most Canadian thing ever, fucking, they have a shooting in Texas, and then Trudeau goes, yeah, that's a bad shooting down there in Texas. We're going to ban guns. All I mean, it's already like next to impossible to get a gun in Canada, and now he's like, yeah, yeah. guns are not, no handguns. 1,500 different types of assault rifles are now banned. Uh, it, yeah. It's amazing to me that a guy, that a drama teacher in funny socks is like freezing bank accounts up there and taking guns away. It's just so, it's so weird to see it, you know? I mean, well, the gun, and the gun thing, especially because like we don't have a gun problem in Canada. Like I cannot be you more. Don't more clear that there is not a problem with guns in Canada. And anytime there is a problem, it is 100% of the time an illegally purchased gun. Like this is not going to solve any, I mean, I guess they're going to make it like the penalties for having an illegal gun or higher. Maybe that'll do something. I can't imagine it will, but like they don't have a gun problem in Canada. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's, and that, that's true. And it's not even like, Bro, it was hand. It was like handguns. Like down, you know, here, here we're like, bro. It, even even lefty politicians are like, look, we're not trying to take your handguns, okay? Yeah. Calm down. It's just assault rifles. And Canada's like, oh yeah, you just can't, you just can't have guns anymore. You know, tinfoil hat fairy, tinfoil hat fairy. Mm -hmm. I think he's banning guns because he realized how many people are turning against him after that trucker rally, and I think he's fucking terrified. And the last thing he wants is those people to be armed. <laughs> Hell no, dude. He's more likely to get hit by someone with like a shovel. I I'm telling you, no, yeah. dude, the guns, they're like, they're banning handguns. The only thing you can do with a handgun in Canada is take it to an approved range. Like, that's it. I don't, then, like, then what's the point? Well, that's the thing is all these people who are upset about the handguns thing, they go, well, I wanted to like, you know, I, I bought, I got my license and I want to go to the range and shoot guns. Like, I didn't just like mm -hmm. target practice. And you're like, you're not allowed to do that anymore. And that was the only thing you were allowed to do with with handguns but again the more important thing which obviously comes up with all the everybody talking about guns in america is you're like criminals are not respecting the laws to begin with 
Right. right. I mean, it's a pretty obvious statement, but specifically in Canada, like we don't have, there's no need for a reaction or an overreaction because we don't have an issue with guns. But exactly. It's, it's like going like, Hey, you know what? Rape's illegal now. Yeah. I don't think a rapist really cares about the law. <laughs> you know, they don't really, you know, by definition, they don't really care about the law. Of course. So, of course. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same, it's the same thing here, man. Fucking, they, they, they were like, oh, the, the school shooting, oh, the school shooting, and look, the school shooting was horrible, obviously. Like, no one is, nobody in their right mind's going like, oh, that was, it's terrible. But then this same weekend, Memorial Day weekend, like, I was actually just covering a story, like, Chicago News was like, oh, yeah, 40 dead Memorial Day weekend. I'm like, okay, so wait a second, you know? like Oh, yeah, dude, dude I was... It, it's a, it's just as hard to get a gun in Chicago as it fucking is in Canada. I know. I know that. Yeah, it's 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 super hard. And not only that, but, like, the degree to which mass shootings, like, don't even move the needle. Like, they don't even get out of yeah. local level news. It's like there was a pretty decent one in Charleston. Uh, or, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, Charleston, South Carolina. Or, no. Char- is that Charleston? Someone in South Carolina. Uh and uh, another one in Tulsa, there was like a fair got shot. And you're like, this doesn't even get, this is local news. It's not even national newsworthy because there's like too many of them. <laughs> but yeah. There's so it's... many of them. But anyway, so many, there's so many of them. And people, and it's, with America's like, it's, it's a little different than Canada because I always say the same thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could try to bang guns up there and you go, you guys, but by definition have less guns because there's less people in Canada, right? Yeah. But like, Bro, there's more guns in this country than there are people in this country. Oh, I'm, like, I'm aware. Oh, I'm... What do you do? And by the way, 3D printers exist now. What are you going to do, you know? we. I mean, we talked about this last week. We did a gun episode, and you're like, yeah, there's, uh, it's, there's nothing that can be done at this point in terms of the gun. You can make it harder. I mean, the one thing I will say is, yes, they keep using these like it key, there is a pattern of like a kid who's like under 21 using like a certain style gun. I'm sure there's something you can do there, you know? No white kids. Well, you could do no this. greasy you could skinned do this. white kids get to buy these guns. You, you could, well, first off, the, the shooter in, in Texas wasn't white, but uh, but the uh, but yeah, the other, and the other I'm thing, not white other... either. No, no, the guy was a no, 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 I'm no, not white. No. Am, am you know what's but weird no, though? I when when I, I whenever I get constantly asked for like my uh, sex and race for stuff for like you know filling out forms, and they kind of do lump Hispanics in ca- and Caucasians. Like there is like a there's like a non-white Hispanic I believe is the term. There is there's his yeah same thing here so there's Hispanic white and then Hispanic non-white. Right, and so like, there are white right, Hispanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Spain. Like there's all Spain has a lot of white Hispanics. Yeah, but my dude, my grandmother has like blonde hair and blue eyes, and she was born in Cuba. There, there's a lot of white Hispanics. Yeah, I know. I understand that. Um, yeah, but 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 dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Because here's what you could do. The problem, my problem is this, and this is the only thing. This is what I hate. Is like, so you telling me this kid that worked part time at Wendy's could afford five thousand dollars worth of rifles? Uh, like, that's honestly, weird. that's what I'd like to know. That, and I think yeah, that's what how? everybody wants to know. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. People are like, why, why did, why did the police just kind of stick around and do nothing? But also, you're like, where did this kid get the money from? Although, you know what? There's a very real possibility that his fucking grandparents gonna get her visa bill. Uh, you know, in a, a couple of weeks, you go. Ah, that's there's your explanation. That'll be yeah, a fucking I mean, weird. Po- that'll be po- a weird charge to dispute, huh? You call it visa. You go. Ah, oh, I didn't <laughs> authorize this. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, where are you calling from? Uvalde, Texas. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We're yeah. not going to be able to process that return at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Are you able to send the guns back? 
No, yeah. they're not uh, evidence well, no, lockers. So technically, yeah, they're in, they're in, they're currently in um in Langley, Virginia, in a <laughs> vault. So I'm going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to FedEx. We'll see if we can get that back. But yeah, do you want to know uh, what the the Canada thing? So yeah, so they ban guns or whatever in yeah. Canada. You know that you still can't fly in Canada if you're not vaccinated, and they just extended that. So they're really like yes. the order of stuff they're doing in Canada is way fucking off. Like way that's off. That's right. If you're in vaccine, if you're vaccinated, you you still can't leave. That, that's I heard you that can't, today. You like... can drive, but you can't get on a bus. Mm-hmm. You can't get on a train. You can't get on a plane to leave the country. Now, granted, I don't know if I guess there's some countries where you can you don't need to be vaccinated to go to them, but you can't right. leave Canada. And they instead of doing something about that, they go. No guns, no handguns. Which is odd one. But I, I don't understand. Ottawa's like 3000 miles away from Texas. It's just, like these things don't even they don't even correlate. I don't Not know, man. Uh, but I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you this, and 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 this gun thing's gonna pass too because doesn't Trudeau have like a little a little powwow with that other dude? Uh, Juggle. Uh, that dude in the, dude in the turban. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they have some sort of some co- coalition that he he made some like side deal to keep himself in power, which you, you gotta respect it. You know, you gotta respect it. We we all do. No, I mean, okay, that's hey, hey, man, that's the hustle. I get it. Yeah. That's the hustle, right? Yeah. All right, but here's the thing: how many how many DUIs? Okay, does Nancy Pelosi's husband have to get before we have some common sense politicians? <laughs> I think it's it's getting. You want really to talk about some? Co- this is the kind of stuff going on in Canada, by the way. Another one. So, right. uh, it's in starting next year in British Columbia, small scale possession of illicit drugs will be decriminalized. You can have up to two a cumulative two point five grams of opioids, cocaine methamphetamine and mdma in the province and it's not uh criminal anymore it's decriminalized it's so funny i was just talking to one of my friends who lives there and he because he was he goes because he's, he's a kind of big gun guy and he's like i, go, I messaged him like, hey man what's going on what do you think about the gun thing he goes what well, sucks he goes we're not gonna fucking take my guns he goes but it's okay because i live in british columbia so in a, in a couple weeks down the road they just do heroin so it doesn't matter and i'm yeah. like oh, okay they- so your so your priorities are straight cool yeah, exactly. They're like they literally just oh, banned by the way, handguns. By the way, and they made... won't give me a plastic bag. They wouldn't give me when I went to Vancouver. They wouldn't even give me a plastic bag for my groceries. Yeah, they don't do that in New York either, though. They, they it pisses uh, me off because it's such a rainy city here. And then so they go here's paper. And yeah. Then, then it starts raining out of nowhere, and then you're just like, you're fucked. But yeah, yeah. They're. I mean, again, it's a progressive country. No handguns, but if you have you know like a fucking eight ball of coke, I guess you can't have an eight ball, but. You can have you can have a you can have a quite a little uh, Hunter S. Thompson like kit, and not you can have get in an trouble. As long you can have an eight ball, you can have an eight ball as long as you you split it in half and your friend has half and you have half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be a fun conversation with the cops. Yeah, exactly. The, honestly, and the cops it, are probably it, by like, the way. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. If the cops are showing up and you have an eight ball, all you have to do is snort it off, so you have only the legal amount. Of yeah, exactly. Ball. You go, what's uh, what does a gram of this look like? And you're just like. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, dude. <sighs> I mean, I gotta hop off, dude. Yeah. That was that was that dude. was. That was that, it, congratulations on this special. Thank you, man. Very, I appreciate you good. calling in. I appreciate it. It was great. Hell talking yeah, dude. To you. All right. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime way, you don't want. Let that, don't let. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, anytime you want to call in, you're you're uh, welcomed and, and encouraged to do so. 
I'm not going to let you fucks, you and Alex Stein, normalize women's basketball. I refuse. I will die on that hill. I mean, Alex Stein is going to be at some fucking meeting dressed in a full, like, oh. Britney Griner outfit pretty soon. So. Oh, yeah. You he's, can't he's stop him, man. He's doing a Joanna man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, he, he's, Juana Man? yeah, that's what he brought up. He asked me, he goes, what was that movie? Oh, okay, Juana I, Man? I never saw Joanna Man, though. I just know it. Is that what the premise was? Bro, that, movie, the that movie would never fly now. That movie would never fly now. <laughs> oh, yeah, most of that shit. I mean, that fucking Ladybugs. Yeah. Ladybugs is the craziest of them all. Lady, and also, if you, and the guy who played the Ladybugs is killed himself, and then all these crazy stories about Rodney Dangerfield of, like, women, like, going to his trailer and him sexually harassing slash assaulting them. Um, wild movie, Ladybugs. Well, to be fair, Robbie Dangerfield warned everybody to give him respect, and they didn't, so that's what happened. That's what happens. You don't give him the respect, and uh, bad things happen. <laughs> All right, man. I got to go. Bye, 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 bye. Good, good, good thing, though. Good, great, great special. Thanks, pal. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye, bye. Take it easy. Royce, General Royce Lopez, everybody um, calling in. Okay, I want to cover one more thing, and then because uh, we had a couple calls. No, the phone lines are not open. Those were kind of uh, – uh, the, the, I just want to cover a couple more things. One more thing, an email, and then uh, and then we'll open the phone lines. And I'll go because we don't have a Patreon show tonight, so I will go long because – we can't because I can't because it's fucking on YouTube. None of this is anything. Um, but so anyways, Rich Voss, this is just I had to cover this because this is so funny to me. Uh, so Rich Voss, New York comedian. Um, someone said, by the way. So, yeah, by the way, I'm totally for the drugs thing. The drugs being legalized. Awesome. Uh, phone lines are not open. Someone said they can't share the special. It said unavailable. I don't know what that means. It should be just on there unless it's rendering or some shit but it should be available anyways we're gonna do this read one email because it's a very interesting email actually and then um and then and then we'll we'll open the lines okay so rich voss uh this is in the cbc uh he was in winnipeg at rumors comedy club and here's the (laughs) headline american comedians racist remarks spark walkout at winnipeg comedy show so he was at uh he was at a comedy club called rumors in uh winnipeg british columbia uh, and here's the thing. So an Ojibwe woman says she was among at least 30 people who walked out of Rumors Comedy Club in Winnipeg on Friday due to a number of racist and homophobic comments they heard from the stage. Kelsey Lanahan says she was almost immediately turned off by Rich Voss's set, which included what she called targeted harassment towards a table of indigenous women. One of the things he said was, listen, lady, I'm not your sponsor. You need to go to your next AA meeting. He was making a joke about a talent show and saying, you know, these ladies would likely come up and make dream catchers, she said. So. This is obviously very horrible thing for a comedian to say. It's so first off, so if you read more of the article, I'm not going to read the entire thing. So someone who does comedy, this is so par for the course. I've seen this a million times. There's a fucking group of people. Sometimes it's men. Sometimes it's women. Sometimes it's both. They're fucking smashed. And they're just being disruptive. And they don't even, I don't even think they realize they're wrecking the show, but they're wrecking the show, right? So now if you say he said he sees a group of belligerent women and he specifically tells security, he goes, don't tell them to shut up. He goes, because he's just like, I'm going to make it part of the show. Uh, don't tell them to shut up. I'm going to deal with it. He, so he's, he's welcoming. The one thing I will say to Rich Voss here 
is that the most annoying thing hecklers always say is they go, I'm helping the show. They go, they go, why can't you just shut the fuck up? And they go, I'm helping. Like every comedian has heard this exactly from somebody. They go, I'm helping. Right? They go, I'm helping. I'm helping. And then, but she, so anyways, so they're drunk. And then he goes, uh, you need to go to your next AA meeting. But he's not saying that isn't a racist thing. He's just like, here's a table of drunk people. Right? And then because, you know, there's certain stereotypes, then automatically, uh, then like automatically or whatever, because there's these stereotypes that they, uh, or they fucking are like, oh, this is, this is racist or whatever. Now he did say this one thing where he goes, I, I go something about dream catchers, which is, you know, it's pretty benign. You go, oh, you'd be making dream catchers. Pretty benign racism. That's like seeing a group of Orthodox Jews and being like, oh, you guys Fuck, if, uh, you know, if, if there was a talent show, you guys would be making bagels. Like, this isn't, you know, th there's, in terms of the hierarchy of, like, horrible racist things you could say and stereotypes, this is basement-level stuff, you know? Um, but anyways, and so they, you know, took a uh, huge offense to it. It became this huge story. He's not, he's not allowed back at this club. They're like banning him. And then the fucking uh, manager was a total bitch. Like everybody was like, oh, this is be the worst thing ever. And, you know, but again, you're like, if you're a group of drunk women and then he said, oh, one of the other ones, he goes, oh, I hope you guys get a DUI when you drive home. I've said something to that effect before. You know, I've said stuff like that before. Uh, but, you know, they I guess I didn't get in trouble because they weren't indigenous. Um but yeah, anyways, it was uh, it was funny because he he got and everybody's like, it's so racist. And you're like, look, it's this is a moving target racism. We all have to agree. And uh, and then the the director of uh, the club, who is a bit of a bitch, he goes, we don't want to censor our comics. But if that type of stuff happens, we definitely don't condone racist remarks like that. And then now um, now, of course, these women are like these clubs need to establish a code of conduct. Like you could honestly, there'll be a thing where you could be a comedy club and you your whole business model in Winnipeg could just be like, yeah, we're not rumors. I mean, I don't know if it's a city that has is big enough to have that, but uh, two comedy clubs. But you know, and then the, this Schultz says he advises comedians against jokes that could be very offensive, including sexually explicit or targeted material before their performance because it doesn't normally do well with the rumors audience. That's. What kind of imagine? I mean, I guess people don't know, but like, there's nothing lamer in the world than like a fucking booker at a comedy club being like, okay, so here's the things that are acceptable to say. Uh, these are cool, but definitely, you know, you don't want to hit on anything sexual. It's a fucking comedy club. Just turn into dice there for a second. Um, anyways, yeah, this is, I mean, they will, they'll get lots of talent just because there's so many comedians you'll always get, but yeah, I'm sure there's comedians who will maybe think twice about going there. I don't know. I mean, you got to go to fucking Winnipeg. That's kind of a, uh, Kind of suck. Okay, we're going to read one email, and we're going to open uh, the phone lines up. Chad, I see you. Chad keeps calling. Chad, not open yet. But I have just one email that I want to read because it was kind of interesting. So uh, this is from uh, CP. The title of this email says, I am a fan of you and female dating strategy, which I saw this. I go, what the fuck? So uh, it says, hello. I just wanted you to know that I'm a fan and at times a Patreon supporter of both you and Ryan and female dating strategy, which I will tell you this. I did not think there was any crossover between us 
and female dating strategy fans. But we've must we found you know the with the the Venn diagram. It's like the the just the sliver of overlap this person exists in. Female dating strategy is something a lot of women resorted to after this insanely pornified culture produced large numbers of men who want to do violence in the bedroom, are absolutely porn addicted, which she, porn is P and three asterisks, which is weird because she said porn before, and of course try to use women for their bodies at all costs, including lying. Um, Yes, women, men do lie in order to have sex with women, Um, but so do women. Uh, It's called makeup. So let's just be real here, okay? Reddit likes to say that it's for fem sales who want a free lunch, but the paying for dates saying is just a good way to weed out guys who don't actually give a shit about you and want to waste your time and do violent sex because they see you as nothing more as a walking hole uh, as a result of their porn and Reddit addictions. Reddit addictions. Single moms have been mocked and ridiculed for not picking a better man because the guy left or her or his broke or whatever. So women started instituting guidelines and boundaries to ensure they don't end up with broke, low-quality men. Low-value men. That's the term. Low-value men. Because it's actually is a very high stakes situation to get into a relationship and have children. That's true, 100%. Like when people don't get, you know, yeah, women are obviously on fucking on guard because if they make if they slip up, they have a kid for fucking 18 years. Uh I don't hate men though. At least 35% of them, 35% of them are not porn addicted losers. If you don't think the porn is a problem, look up the Trafficking Hub organization. A lot of men just flat out have absolutely no problem with extreme graphic, violent and oftentimes underage or even incest themed porn. There is incest themed porn, which is that is definitely I'm glad that's not one I've ever, you know, really been into because that is one where you probably finish finish up and you go, which I didn't like that. That's a bummer. Anyways, it's going to be a weird fucking family barbecue. Uh, Pornhub did not even have any age, any verification for age or consent until a MasterCard visa cut them off. That is true. Um, and this says, I'm glad that you've only been making jokes instead of absolutely vilifying female dating strategy, because unless you're a woman, it's really hard to imagine what it's like to be constantly grabbed at throughout high school, followed home, sent dick pics and constantly lied to by guys you are earnestly trying to love and date just because they see you as a whole. And that's it. Uh, she goes, I don't know why I'm emailing you this, but I saw your scrote tears mug and it made me laugh. Keep on keeping on. Good, sir. Okay. So, and I will say that's not most guys. This is. Uh, I will, in every other thing that we talk about, race, gender, religion, everything, we always are like generalizing is bad. We don't want to generalize. You don't want to take the actions of a few people and then put them on the whole. No pun intended because you're talking about holes and stuff, right? You don't want to do that. And this is what you're doing. It's, yes, there are some guys like this, but this is not... All the guys. Anyways, all right, Chad, 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 Danny, you're real. Yo, what's up? But this isn't Chad. Hello. No, Danny, this this is Paul. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. By the way, sorry, just cut you off. I thought this was Chad. Uh, Phone lines are open. You guys have the same area code. Maybe you guys could be friends. Uh, Zip code. But anyways, the phone lines are open. Everybody, I'm done. Fucking rambling on. Yeah, if you need to talk to Chad first, I feel. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. He will. Chad will call. I'm in Washington, D.C., Danny. How you doing? Good. You just kind of outed Chad, too, though, for his area code. Oh, okay. Okay. Oops. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm Paul. How's it going, Paul? How are things? from Florida. Saw you in New York City, I guess, in November. Great oh, okay. job, man. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Hey, um, um, what's up? 
All right, here's here's my interesting question for you. Yes. I'm a Mormon man in Washington, D.C. You're a what? A Mormon man. Oh, you're a Mormon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And I'm, How's I'm that trying going? to date. Uh, it's honestly pretty great. But I'm trying to date the Mormon babes in D.C. And uh, these, these chicks are a little, uh, they're looking for a man that's not real. Like, they, they got standards way too high, you know, up, up to the roof. Like, they're, how so? Mm, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm a solid, like, four and a half or five. So I, I Out of it. five, of course. No, Danny, out of ten, out of ten. You're, nah, you're a solid six on that scale, though. So, it's, mm. you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. So, we're both tens. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so, and and do you meet them on normal apps, or is there a Mormon app? Uh, there is a Mormon app. Um, there's, I mean, I meet chicks through like church stuff. Okay. Through like local parties we got. There's probably like a pool of like 150 to 200 here in the area. Okay, so that's really not that big of a pool to be honest. For a right, we're incredibly inbred. Yeah, it's Incredibly like I've heard. Breath. You know what? I've heard that Mormonism is similar to, like, culturally kind of similar to Judaism, a bit. Yeah, there's, there's except some we're sober. Except we're sober and we're a bunch of mid twenties virgins. Yeah, but you guys love business, right? We're it's it's kind of like the mafia. Like, if you know a Mormon, we'll get you a job. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll find the right people. We'll ship you across the country if you need to. It's kind of yeah, kind of the mafia. You need yeah. help, we'll get to you. You guys are yeah, you, need, you guys are you take care of your own, if you will. Yeah, you need the squad to help you move, we'll do it. You know, you need some help with money, we'll do it. That's pretty cool. But it's the the good and the bad is kind of you got to date as if you have a reputation. That's like, uh, you know, you you can't just be like anonymous, like you're in New York City, just yeah, uh, doing whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah you got to really worry about. Well, did you ever listen? We we talked about it on uh, Boys Cast, but there was like this woman who was like Mormon, and then she started doing porn. Oh, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, I, and then I, she I, was. She, was that? Was yeah, that she, and then she. Uh, I don't know, but then she got found out, and then she was like, and we were because we were like, isn't that just kind of grounds for instant excommunication? There. Yeah, it sounds like a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she's like, I want to keep going to church and stuff, and like she's like, I want to stay a Mormon, and they're like, I don't know if you can. Uh, yeah, bro, don't do anything halfway like that. Like, if you're just going to be a porn star, just be a porn star. Yeah, yeah, but she had kids, and she was, like, raised them all in the Mormon church and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and she just was like, I, I still want to, I want my cake and eat it too, if you will, Paul. Sometimes Jews just got to eat the beef, you know, or got to eat the pork. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to eat the pork. But so anyways, so back to your conundrum here. So you will, you have a very tiny pool of people uh, that are available to you, and you're having some issues with this? Right, so I've I've had girlfriends, you know, it, it kind of works out. I'm trying to play for keeps, you know, getting married a little too young. How old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Twenty nine, making good money. Most of the chicks I go out with are in master's programs, so they, I mean, you know, they they don't understand that. You know, I'm spooked that they probably got like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars of student debt because they're going to these expensive grad schools right is is there like a good way that i should flex my money without being too in your face or over the top with what i guess what are some tips you have for flexing that you have money without seeming like you're flexing that you got money um i would say uh i mean to be honest i think you're better off not Uh, i I, like unless you think that you need this to 
I, I like I don't know how big of a deal this is. I guess in the Mormon community, where like a girl won't date you if because like you know you, you could definitely come. You don't have to come off as being like broke or anything, but you don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you don't need to be like, oh, here's my fucking like eighty thousand dollar watch or whatever. Although watches are generally the best way to flex large sums of money pretty okay. casually because you can just be like but again if the girl doesn't know that that's a super expensive watch then then you're just kind of impressing other guys i guess i don't know uh but i would say probably avoid the immediate urge to flex money because it's I, I don't know like i don't know if you'll get the girl that like i don't know if you want that kind of girl who's like turned on by money and then yeah. that's just going to cause you more problems in the long run you know, like, oh, don't, don't come off that you're fucking destitute or anything, and I'm sure you're not. But I, I would try and... I mean, you guys already are bonding around the fact that you're both Mormons. And you only have, like... I mean, it's it's kind of like you, you both know that you have so many, like, few limited options. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, I feel like you, you kind of have to figure something else out. Unlo- you know, unless they come off that that's what... They're just, like, obsessed with money. Now, in terms of... Are you you're worried about having to take on their debt? I mean, that's just in the back of my head. Is yeah. like it's going to be a bad proposition no matter what. Yeah. Or as far as like eighty eighty percent of them probably have some high amount of student debt. Probably. I was talking um, to this comic the other day. It's crazy the num- the numbers for student debt in America because it's very different in Canada. But I was talking to this guy. He's an attorney, who's a comedian. He said he had two hundred eighty thousand dollars in mm-hmm. student debt. Which I'm just like, That's no, but I've I've heard that. Some chick was telling me she was, I mean, she didn't tell it straight to me, but she's like, yeah, I, I capped out my federal student loans for grad school and I took another 100000 And I looked it up and the cap for federal student loans for grad school was like 150000 God damn it. Is she and doing, she, is she doing like a worthwhile thing or like one of those things? Where no, she, like, oh. she got a master's in like English and then oh. realized she couldn't get a good job. And she went back to, and, did, and she's doing law school now. That's okay. I mean, I guess if she finishes law school, that would have been worth it. But yeah, master's in English is. Damn, what what is she doing? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I. Yeah. yeah to... I would. I would make that a line item in your fucking future budget. Is girls with fucking tons of debt with useless degrees? Because it sounds like it's going to be coming out of your end. Yeah, it's, I'm doomed for it. But I mean, give any. Yeah. But any in terms advice, of advice, I would not worry about. I, I mean, I don't know what dating's like in Mormonism. Like, w- like what is the dating? Like, what do you do? You go on dates? Like, sex before marriage? No. No, no, no. We're we're not doing that. Not, none of that. So none of that. You're just and, hard mode. Yeah, yeah. So you just are like you hug, you hug, and then you get married, kiss. Oh yeah, there's there's some good makeouts. Yeah, but, there's some good makeouts, but that's kind of that's that's about it. That's about it. So I don't know. I mean, you just really got to like get to know them. I guess it's it's a very uh, it's a very uh, different. I, I guess I'll say than, than most than most heathens are used to over here in the right. West. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, but I'd say you can't be that picky if you unless you want to, you know, have to move mm. to go find more fucking. Yeah, it might be the might be the the solution. I mean, I am not that picky, Danny. I yeah. I, I go out with chicks. I usually can get a second date, but sometimes not. But you know, sometimes I just get that that text of like, you know, I think we'd just be better off as just good friends. Damn. But I I mean, I'm I'm coming out of like a year long relationship with a chick, so. Yeah, I would say that's the thing is like normally my advice would be if you're coming out of a relationship, 
I'd be like, go, you know, have a date and have fun. But you, your dating doesn't even sound like fun to me. It's fun. I mean, it's a good time. I try and do something I'd want to do. I guess. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like the the real fun. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I get... not, I'm not just slamming hoes left and right. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I mean, do, do, you, do you guys have like any sort of um, like uh, what was the thing in the Catholic Church they had where you can fuck up and then they – you could buy the I'm someone knows what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, like buy your repentance or something. I kind of. Yeah, yeah. There's a term for it. I can't remember what it is, but someone knows. But um, like you can't Somebody get like a fucking you guys can't get like a day pass for Mormonism. Or I guess that's kind of not the point, right? That's not really the point. Yeah. No, so. Indulgence. That's what someone says. Yes, it was an indulgence. Mm. That's what you that's guys need. Serious. Yeah. But I will say this is if you have if you literally have 200 women to choose from, I imagine you know, instantly you got to think just based on whatever, I don't know, quarter of the minimum are like just going to be instant no's. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not a lot. That's, that's not a lot. Of, I mean, you're not going to meet all of them, but um, I, I guess you just work your way through the pool. <laughs> I, I guess that's what you got to kind of got to do. Hard work, hard work, hard work. Right. But but I mean, it's like if they're only—that's the thing—is like if the Mormon women are only looking for Mormon men, mm-hmm. then you, it must be only a matter of time before you guys connect. And hey, some that's working in my favor is that there are like twice as many Mormon chicks as there are well, Mormon. Well, then there you go. The deck stacked. It should be incredibly stacked in my favor, but I have a question. Yeah. Are there ever, have you ever heard? Of, are there ever Mormons who are like dating two girls at once, but like they're not no sexual stuff? They're just like. Does that ever happen? It's, it's a lot more common the other way around, where you got a chick who's like going out. I mean, this happened to me before. A chick who's like going out with two dudes, trying to not let them know about each other. Yeah. Um. Because with dudes, like, you know, guys, you got to actually spend the money and you got to, like, think of something to do. And a lot of women, they just, you know, like, I I knew a girl in college. She was just out on the meal plan, you know, like, different guy for lunch and dinner every day. <laughs> just getting taken out to the best place. you go to BYU? Yeah, for a little bit, for half my undergrad, I did. So okay. maybe I got to move back to Zion, you know, just move back to Israel and and get my my orthodox lady i don't know yeah i mean i don't know if you uh, like an orthodox jewish lady no, no i'm talking mormon shit. yeah i was gonna I'm say just, I'm just, y- y- you don't want one of those um yeah i don't know man because i, I th- th- it kind of stumps me i guess you just got to keep trying man you got to keep pushing through and uh, uh it, it's a it's really a different world to me because i'm like i don't know how you like i mean there's it's very similar in many ways i imagine but uh, it, yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. But I, I, I mean, just based on the fact that the pool's so small, I'd say you just keep going. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. they know that, that they're, you know, they're not some, the supply of them's too high versus the men. I mean, I hope so. so they know man, that it's some older chicks and they've got no clue, like 36 and still thinking she's got like 10 years to have kids or something. Really? Like, I, 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 I figure y'all would be, be marrying young. That's what you think, but I, I don't know. Maybe they just end up in D.C. because they're just, like, trying to figure out something else with life. Or like, I, you know, I would very casually be dropping certain just statistics that will kind of, like, push them, <laughs> you know, in the right direction. Just, like, you know, and be like, hey, do you know, like, the replacement, like, rates going down? 
birth rates and better, we're better than you think the babies pretty soon Daddy. Yeah, well you know what i mean you just got to be like oh you yeah. know uh, you, you hear that like uh when you should reach a certain age like you're more likely to have complications in pregnancy you're like you're just like i was just reading that randomly just kind of <laughs> oh geez oh geez i mean no, you, you got to do something to stack the deck in your favor here. yeah yeah i and it might be a little bit of like it dc attracts a lot of really far left-leaning chicks yeah, that are like very passionate about their their underpaying non government organization or their political job, and maybe I'm just uh, just in a bad spot as a as a Trump donor. I don't know. I'll, I'll I don't know. Out. There's, I guarantee you, you My, can, how long have you been out on the market for? Uh, in DC or in in DC in DC, two and a half years. Oh, oh, but how? But when did your relationship end? No, I mean like oh, when you're trying to find a market again. Uh, she dumped me in January because I didn't have more than one uh, Corona shot. Shut up. No, for real. That was that you got was dumped because you didn't have enough vaccines. Right. So we went to the movie theater and DC was requiring that you show a vaccine card. Yeah. I just got the one shot Johnson and Johnson because they threatened to fire me if I didn't. Yeah. And so I got just that. And then I had really honestly, like, I don't even like politically care about it but I had some really bad physical reactions to it. I mean, they literally just came out and said like, you should not take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine unless damn it. I'm going to get in trouble on this YouTube channel, but they, okay, they did. No, no, anyway. no, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. But like, they actually did come out and say like, right. Take any other one besides the Johnson and Johnson. It's right, not an anti-vax thing. They're just like, that's the worst one. Yeah. It, it was the worst one. It was April a year ago. I just got the first one available that was given to me. And I had really bad migraines. that messed up my vision when I had them. So I was just like, you know what? Unless like I really have to, I'm not getting another one of these shots. Yeah. And so I but never you got even the single up. shot one. I got the single shot one. And she was making and you get a second shot. She, no, she didn't even want to talk it through. We've been going out for like a year, and she's pissed all of a sudden. And like the very next day, said, "We're done. We're too different. I can't do this anymore. We'd be okay for each other, but we're just you know that we're too different from each other." Man, I honestly feel like I hear shit like this, and I know you're probably like this sucks, but I go, you dodged a bullet here. Honestly, probably dodged a bullet. You did because it seems in the moment you go, this sucks, but then you're like, if she's this irrational and like crazy like this, you know, what do you think it's gonna be like in five years from now? It's not gonna be better. There there would have been something that came up, and you know, it's like get married when she gets a buzz cut or something. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, this this stuff was gonna get worse. It always does. It's. Yeah, yeah, it was like, you know, like, we watched some Harry Potter special, and they, like, intentionally exclude J.K. Rowling, and she was like, well, yeah, it's because she's such a anti-trans feminist or something. It was like... Yeah, yeah, the turf. Um, the turf. Yeah, like, I thought that was just, like, the internet meme, but this chick was thrilled about it, so... Yeah, yeah honestly, I, I mean, if you're... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like... not in D.C. is what I'm saying. Yeah, you guys are on different ways. <laughs> you... You dodged a bullet on that one. But anyways, okay, Paul. Good luck. Thanks, Danny. Please, if if you make any uh, progress, please call back and let us know. Danny, I'll make you proud, okay? Thanks, Paul. You're invited away. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Love you. Thanks, bro. Take care, buddy. Bye. I was going to say this is going to be a rager, but it's a Mormon wedding, so it's definitely not going to be a rager. Anyways, that was Paul. We got another call. Hello. Hello. Hello, Danny. Uh, How's it going? my friend. I'm doing great. This is my first time calling into Low Value Mail. Nice. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Lee, you can call me Desert Rat. I am out here in the 
mean Midwest, uh, Did you say Southwest. Desert Rat? Yes, sir. Uh, I am out in the Southwest, Midwest area, wherever I can be, and it seems like I'm always the vermin of the area. I never seem to quite fit in. So, okay. I have some what advice. Can... Or I have some, uh, not question, advice. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. I have some questions. Sure. So, you portray this show as bad advice, and I have some advice that hopefully you can give me from uh, a different perspective because I have uh, just basically been a blue-collar worker my entire life. Never been ashamed about that work. You come home sore and smell like shit. It's not necessarily a bad life to live, but yeah, I am just at the point in my life where I don't know if I can continue to, on this path, and I have an option to basically take my entire savings and leave, just take my truck and pick up truck and drive across the country. Maybe I don't really know, but end up somewhere that I don't really know with basically zero options and probably zero money yeah or do i stay here in the blue collar work just kind of taking my licks and accepting my position um huh how old are you desert rat yeah any surname how, how, oh, i'm a little bit how, how, i'm a little bit shy about oh, it's my a, main yeah name. it's a, that's a fine how, how old are you um 35 35 so that's not too bad so you were, and what are you thinking you would do you would you would just quit your job um and I, are you in like a skilled like a like trade kind of thing or, or do you mind saying what you uh, do? no it was never skilled i was a kitchen worker for over 10 years okay in that trade and basically burned myself out and now i decided to go into a custodial position just cleaning up you know, not, nothing, no, no skill required. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of feeling like, do I kick off from a, a established base or is it easier to just kind of uh, abandon all hope, <laughs> I, for lack of a better term? I would say, man, that's a tough, I mean, sounds like you're in for a little, you're looking for a little adventure in your life is what it sounds like. I believe so, and that is why I'm leaning towards the second option to where I have a strong enough base, I believe, to kick off of to start just from anywhere that the dart will hit on the yeah. board, you know? I mean, dude, you live in America, so you're you're ahead in the game there for sure. I imagine, yes. you know, if you don't have tons of roots, you got a car, you got a truck, as long as you don't have a shit ton of possessions or whatever, which... You know, you just yeah, pack up your shit, go for it. What what's the worst case scenario? You wind back where you started, you know, like six months later, a year later, and you just you know, I, I can't imagine yeah. you won't have your life that you have now waiting for you. Yeah, you know, a few bruises to show for it, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying you could, you know, you could go uh, like you're saying, throw a dart and go wherever you want in America, and I'm sure you could do whatever it is you're doing now there, and just you know get a change of scenery yeah and i suppose that's a little bit of my predisposition to be held up on the uh 
I guess, uh, what do you call them? Weights? Uh, uh, yeah, I can't think of the proper wording now, but basically the, the things that are binding me here necessarily will still be here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like any friends and family, they're not going to take off. Uh, yeah. Right? And if I don't know, do you have any kids or anything? No, I I was lucky to dodge those bullets. <laughs> there you go. So I mean, it sounds like you're you know you're fairly young still. You have, uh, you got some money. You got a truck. You got you know you live in a great country. I mean, as far as countries go, to pack your shit up and just randomly go somewhere, America's about as good as it gets for that. Let me tell you. Yeah. Coming from Canada, Canada, not the fucking country where you just want to pack your shit up and just go somewhere random, because most of those <laughs> random places fucking blow and they're all the same. Um. But yeah, dude, go have fun, man. Go to. F- sounds like you. you I mean, I, I I might be presupposing a bit, but you sound like a Florida man, or like you could be one. And I said, I'm more uh, Southwest Midwest. Southwest uh, Midwest. Well, maybe that's what I'm saying. But like, you have like a. Maybe I should be a Florida. You man. have a, <laughs> a, a a casualness to you, like you like an easiness almost. Where I think you should you should try go out there. Th- that might be. Uh, you know, just change the scenery. Because I imagine you don't want to go somewhere cold. All that I'm going to venture that guess. You probably don't want to wind up somewhere fucking like Minnesota that's cold as shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that may be more of a conditioning issue than anything else. I mean, just it just I... stinks. What do you want to go there for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, man, go for it. What's the worst that could happen, you know? You'll just wind back up where you started at some point later, and you're not going to be worse off. Well... I do appreciate that, Danny. I was hoping for some bad advice, but you no, gave yeah, me some yeah, very I don't good have, advice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, the bad advice is you just do the opposite. Just stay where you are. <laughs> yeah, just, just stay, stay there in this and fucking just, hole and just, and just in that morass. <laughs> put a rock just, over my head, right? Yeah, exactly, and just go through the motions until you die. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, give it a whirl. It can't hurt. Well, I do appreciate that. And I hope to break it up. For, I was listening to your stream from the last caller and seemed to be a bit more. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to get into similarities, I can bring up some crypto or something. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we definitely want to break up the yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, with, so. with, with the Mormonism stuff. Yeah, he seems like so he's So hopefully a, next time I am calling you. Oh, sorry. No, no, bit, no. Yeah. no go ahead. Yeah, hopefully next time I'm calling you, Danny, will be from a different location because – this blue collar job is breaking my back right now. Yeah, I mean, and I do appreciate the. Advice. I mean, dude, those are you know those jobs are everywhere too. That's the thing is you can especially in the country right now, man. You could go and you never know. You might go somewhere and you might find something you didn't even know you liked. In terms of a job, some like similar, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate like I said just to kind of back up for that because I am kind of worried about just kind of going out into the world. with basically no skills <laughs> i mean you know whatever there's you can learn a lot of skills on youtube uh to be honest but you know you, i'm sure you have lots of skills you, you just maybe oh, yeah, we have our hobbies but can you make that a marketable skill <laughs> of course of course yeah, yeah i understand that but you know you gotta just it, it can be done i will say this is there's people with probably your identical skill sets out there who are doing it you just you got to figure out how to put all the the pieces together you know yeah um but anyways thank you for calling in desert rat I oh yes yeah, so like i said hopefully <laughs> next time i get you in a different location <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah dude take, take care all right i'm gonna listen to the rest of the show all right bye.
It was the Desert Rat. I like that name. It's kind of a cool name. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, what's going on here? Shit's just frozen. It's just stuck on zeros. Um, I don't know. It didn't work. I don't know. Uh, anyways, phone lines are open. I apologize for a bit of a weird episode so far. We've been all over the map. But yeah, someone says wash dishes in Italy, bro. Dude, America's like the fucking best country for this shit. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Who am I speaking with? Speaking to Jared. What up, Jared? How you doing, dog? I'm doing great. I am an actual Florida man. I know my area code might say different. Yeah, but you are. are you... Oh, we lost him. We lost him. I hope this is not having this fucking. I had this thing a couple weeks ago, but it, I haven't had it for like two weeks where I was just dropping all these calls. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Sorry about that. I hung up on me. Oh, okay. No problem. Um, You're in Florida? Yes, I am a Florida man. Nice, nice. Are you from there? Uh, Originally, yes, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Florida. Very underrated state, in my opinion. Oh, it is a great state. I went and saw Ryan Long recently. Oh, nice. In Tampa? Yeah, in Tampa. Did you see JJ? Say that again? Did you see, was JJ was there? Oh, yeah. JJ was hilarious. Yeah, JJ's a wild man. Oh, yeah. Um, No, it was real good. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's dope. Glad to hear. Um, anyways, what can I? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I'm in kind of a. I'm 26. I'm in kind of a stage of life. Uh, advice for that last guy: get into uh, pressure washing, roof stuff. There you go. Like, it's extremely low skill, but I get paid 25 dollars an hour to do it. There you go, so, Desert Rat. If you're listening, I drive a truck. It's great. Well, and he's in the fucking Southwest or whatever. And I, I mean, when I was in Phoenix and there's just fucking dust uh, anywhere, on everything all the time. It's hot, anywhere it's hot, it's muggy, wet, uh, the algae will grow. Yeah. So we kill it. Yeah. Plus there's, <laughs> and I mean, not even in where, but like, yeah, there's just, there's dust on everything there too. So I'm like, I imagine you kind of oh, yeah. have work all year round with that. Yeah, man. It's uh really good work. So, you know, so even though I make around, you know, 70 to a hundred K a year, you know, yeah. my mom makes double what I do. So, and with the rent prices out here, it's ridiculous. Why throw money away? But, uh, the main thing is like, I work so much. I, I can't really like run church game or do any of that. Yeah. I go get women. You're like, also, you're also a religious man. What you say? You're. Do you say church game? Yeah. As in you know, meeting women at church? church or, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're you're a religious person, or that's just kind of where you like? Are you? Can, uh, I mean, fairly religious, know. or that's just kind of more culturally? But you you do. Church. I believe in God. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily but like know I, you know, I I I feel like there's people who go to church, but then they're also not trying to like wheel at church. Yeah. But, but yeah. you you are. Definitely not going to uh, really like get in touch with Jesus. No, it no, would no, be no. more of a social thing. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Any success? Any success meeting women at church? I haven't. I haven't been able to go. What oh. What my question is: Where should I? 
where should I go to like meet women? Is it appropriate? Because I see I stop in the gas stations constantly, and there's always a chick behind the counter or something. Um, I would avoid people who are hostage at work, just because you know they 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 can't not be there. I guess, but I mean, where do you live in Florida? Like, do you live in South Florida? I, I work. I, I live about an hour outside of Tampa, so okay. I commute home to work. Okay. In Tampa. Cool. Um, and the greater area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my girlfriend's uh, family is from around there. All right. Uh, from uh, Oldsmar, if you know where that is. And, you know, I go, I go to the billiards hall with my friends and stuff, and that's. it's There's no single women there. That's a problem. There's no single <laughs> women? Yeah, like girls. Well, you're hanging out at a fucking billiards hall. I love pool. Well, yeah, <laughs> I bet you do love pool. You know who does not love pool? Women. Oh, uh, women. Women. It's the only I, like I feel like that's like one of the least male friendly things oh, or yeah. female friendly things. Sorry. Oh, is this pool. Like, it, you know, it's like pool halls, like a guy's thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, I would say the apps uh, like the, I always kind of default to just like you have these kind of apps that are just, you know, like I don't see why you wouldn't use them at least uh, as uh, alongside some other kind of strategy. What if, what if you're not like the most photogenic? Like, Dude, I, you know how many fucking, I mean, hire a photographer. I, I, try, I tried the apps before, you know, try to take the pictures with your dog or whatever. Yeah. Do, do I got to pay for it? Is that what it is? No, like, you don't have to pay for it. You just, give. you got to have a good kind of, uh, you know, you got to get some good photos. I feel like a lot of guys are, they just don't, they're like, yeah, whatever. I'll just put like whatever photos. But like, you know, yeah, women are I'm just not, so much and more. And I'm not like a mongoloid, you know. I, I'm, at least I'm sure you're tall, a fine you know? looking man. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm decent enough. It's just. Yeah, you just yeah. got to get some, some decent photos. Never, you know, cameras never done me justice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you get a good photographer, uh, yeah. a good photographer will help with that. If you know, you know, if you have any friends who are like, you know, photography hobbyists, I'm sure they can help you with that. And then, you know, it's one of those things where women care, not that they don't care about what you look like, but they care less than you do about what they look like. And then at the end of the oh. day, I, and I mean, this is the number one thing always with the online thing is a lot of times just everybody's kind of like having a like online dating will kind of put you in your category, I guess, if you will, very quickly. But some people are not willing to accept where they fall in that spectrum. And there's things you can do. I mean, the number one thing you do is just if you're really funny, like just work on when you're in when you get matches, like you're just very uh, got, some, got some jokes I can steal. Uh, I don't specifically, but I mean, there's there's lots on there where, you know, I'm sure you can go online. But, like, you want to be funny because they're dealing with so many dudes who just have, like, zero personality who are just like, hey, how's your day as they're, like, opener. And she's like, I don't want to fucking talk about my day. Okay? Yeah. That's, like, the last thing I want to talk about right now. And if you're not, like the you know the mo- some look like some model or some shit then instantly they're just like fuck this guy like i don't i, I have 400 guys being like how's your day all right 
Okay. So watch some female comedy specials. Watch it. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> But I, but I would yeah yeah I'm just like you just you want to be like fun and playful you don't want to be and sometimes it's just like it's yeah. it takes a little bit of work to, to do that and then in terms of like getting matches yeah. I mean you'll be able unless you live somewhere really small like you'll always get matches now if those are girls you're into that's a different story but I mean that's a good way to start and then just you know going to bars but don't go to pool halls yeah, I gotta go to a regular bar. Yeah, I mean, go to find a regular bar that has just, a, one of those shitty pools. The problem pool tables. is, I don't drink. The only reason I go to the go to the thing is for the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, if you I, don't drink, that becomes a different, uh, slightly yeah. more difficult. I, I will. Like, I'm not. I'm not opposed to having my fucking vodka cranberry or whatever. I just. I'm not, it's so expensive to go there and just pound fucking six of them or whatever. Right, right. And it's a shitty feeling afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah, I, you're I, just, that, that's not for you. Well, I mean, I imagine the problem too with like girls at pool halls is it's just the the numbers are so skewed that like every guy's, if any decent well, woman walks a into a pool. Well, she's with a guy or multiple fucking guys. Right, but I'm saying like, in the event that a woman came in there by herself, it would be like the fucking... Like the water's getting chummed, you know. Like I bet uh, all the sharks will come out. Like, oh, it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. You almost don't want to really put yourself in that position. I don't know. It's a tough one, but yeah, with the pool, I would say yeah, you got to go to pools or like pool hall or not pool hall. Sorry, like bars and. I mean, just do you like your friends that you go to pool halls with? Like, do you hang out? Like, do they do other stuff? I hang out with fucking married guys, man. Oh. Well then, you know, you could always do the thing where get the their fucking wives to hook you up with their single friends. God, I wish, wish they fucking had them. None. <laughs> I'm try, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to like put the feelers out, put the net out. You know, just yeah. I, I guess I just got to get on the apps and start. I mean, dude, the, bare minimum, get on the apps. It's like you're there's yeah. so many apps and there's so many different I get ones. On fucking hinge whatever every like, single yeah. one of them and actually spend some time making your profile because the yeah. return on investment on your time there is so worth it like go watch youtube tutorials of like you know best practices i mean a lot of those like uh apps they probably have if you go on their website they'll probably have because they have just so much data that they're constantly bringing in they'll be like here's the, how to make a the best way to make a profile for like a guy best way to make a profile for like a girl no i really appreciate the fucking info Na- naomi says go to a I bar with some pool tables and buy her a drink and ask her to play oh yeah that would be that, that's a good idea yeah and then lose all right you don't have to and lose then, but just don't just don't wipe oh, the floor yeah. with her <laughs> just run the table she doesn't even get to stand up <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly game's over baby yeah but i mean dude, these are things worth trying but yeah that yeah. good definitely good idea from naomi and then but otherwise just get on the apps it's like at least you have that going on and you know you can just yeah. do that in your free time i'm gonna gonna watch the special tonight i All just right. got off work not too long ago so cool thanks dude appreciate you calling in, Jared. love the show man thank you bye-bye bye-bye yeah, it's tough out there, man. It's tough out there for the dogs. It is. Um, but, yeah, you got to, like, I, f- I find that it happens a lot where guys have very male-centric uh, tastes. And then you're like, yeah, obviously there's not going to be women there. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Andy. Hey, what's up, Chad? How you doing, man? How are you? I'm sorry you? Uh, that uh, Paul, the Mormon, outed 
out of your zip code. Yeah, well, that's cool, man. I mean, you said you live in Maryland. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, man. I was watching your uh, your special, man. International Jew, man. It was pretty good. Thank you, thank you. Do you know? Because I had, you know, it's really funny. Because I guess like. I guess not a lot of people know the reference, the international Jew or whatever. And my agent messaged me and he goes, you, you might want to re and he's Jewish too. And he goes, you might want to rethink the name of your special. He goes, you, cause people are going to think that because I don't know what they're going to think, but they might like, they might think I'm like, like, a, like I hate Jews or something, which I'm like, it's not happening comedy. And then I was just like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to name it that. Uh, but it's from Henry Ford. What? Uh, Henry what? from what? So Henry Ford of the Ford Motor Company fame, uh, mm-hmm. he wrote this book. He for the it was called for the Dearborn. So in Dearborn, Michigan, uh, had this like magazine or whatever, and he and he wrote this book by Henry Ford called "The International Jew: The World's Foremost Problem." Oh wow! Yeah, by Henry Ford. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was really, he, yeah, he had Jews on the brain for sure. And the funny thing I thought of actually recently, because I was Googling Dearborn, Michigan and Dearborn, Michigan has the, um, largest, uh, Muslim population in America. And I'm just like, yeah, I bet he would be fucking pumped to be alive right now. He goes, yeah, there are no Jews. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, yeah. So anyways, that, that was, uh, if anybody doesn't know, go look it up. The International Jew by Henry Ford. Yeah, that sounds like a crazy book. Yeah, man. I, I heard the uh, International Jew. I just want everyone to look out for my special coming out. You know, it's going to be called Local Black. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wanted... Yeah, it is. Everybody go check out Chad's Chad's special when it comes out. Local Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What about Municipal Black? Municipal, I don't know. I think local is a little more. Yeah, uh, local's a little more, uh, less letters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, um, cool, dude. Anything you wanna? Anything you wanna chat about? Yeah, man. I was. Uh, I heard the other dude allude to religion for a second. The Mormon. Um, uh, I think. Well, not the last caller, but a couple of callers ago. Yeah, the guy who's the Mormon who he, he's having trouble yeah, dating yeah. Mormons. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about religion. I was just wondering, like, uh, I mean, I know you say that you're, like, not religious or whatever, but why do you think, like, uh, why, why do you think there's that phenomenon of, like, non-observing Jews? Uh, I think, well, I think that phenomenon actually kind of applies to all religious people. Um, like, you know, yeah. I, most of my friends... Uh, would be like I guess I'm Christian but they're like you go to church or they're like no I don't do any of that shit they're just it's kind of the box they get you know they do Christmas so they're like I guess I'm Christian I, I do Christmas but Jews I don't know they're just uh, it's like I think the clo- the older Jews they're they are more likely to be religious and then I just think that like I don't know. I, I think just people in my generation are just generally less religious than previous. But yeah, I don't know. I do know like a decent amount of observant, not observant Jews who are like, you know, doing the Sabbath or whatever. But like I, I'm like in my friends probably of who are Jewish, probably like the worst of them all in terms of like I have a lot of friends who are like, you know, they do all the stuff and they have kids now and they do all the stuff with their kids. And I think it's just Lord. me. I'm just a fucking godless heathen. <laughs> 
who's a piece of shit. Although my girlfriend's also Jewish and she doesn't really do stuff either. We'll like, like I think we like went out on for like on Passover. My parents are like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Uh, are your parents not uh, like, do they not? Uh, they do, I'm, but but they're not super. They they wouldn't classify themselves as religious, but they just do the you know the main ones. Like they'll like like my mom. I don't think has been in a synagogue in I don't know twenty years or something. But um, you know my dad goes to just like on high holidays to kind of just like you know see some people he hasn't seen in a while, and then they'll do just the main ones. So it's like pa- like and it's not like Passover is probably Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. I don't know. That's it. But and but it's just like you have a dinner. It's kind of like the extent of it. It's not right. Uh, it's it's not really super. But I have friends who are really like you know, I know people who you know they do Sabbath. They don't like the Ben Shapiro thing where you know they you can't contact them. Like <laughs> right, right, yeah. And they and they gotta have somebody turn on the lights for them and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, 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 totally. The the lights thing. I had a friend who uh, he was walking around in Williamsburg. I mean, I was on Passover. This year, actually, I was doing a spot at a comedy show, and then it was right beside this Chabad, which is like this, like, whatever Jewish organization, and the rabbi literally comes out, and I'm waiting on the outside of the comedy club, and he looks at me and goes, are you Jewish? Because they, oh, in New York, they just have this thing where they just ask everybody if they're Jewish, because they're trying to either, like, just rope you into fucking prayers or whatever the fuck they need to do, and he's like, are you Jewish? And I'm like, no. And he goes, is your mother Jewish? Because I just knew if I said yes, he wouldn't have let me do my stand-up set. Like, he legitimately would be like, what are you doing? Like, you can't go outside and I have to lie to them. But they are, they're aggressive in New York. They will just come up to you and just be like, are you Jewish? I'm like, no. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know about Kwanzaa? Uh, what's that? I said, do you, do you know about Kwanzaa? I don't know. Um, I don't really know about it. Uh, I've heard different things. Like I've seen things where it's like, wasn't like it was like invented by the fucking CIA or some shit. This, well, I don't know if it was the CIA. I thought it was invented by like, uh, pretty much like people in the, in the civil rights movement. Like, but I heard it was some guy was who invented it was like, he was like a CIA, like operative or something. There's some sort of American government angle involved involved in the history of kwanzaa now not that like it didn't exist before that but i think that's like uh what um, i don't think oh sorry the fbi here's but and again i don't know if uh these are like websites that are pretty biased but here's well here's something uh ann coulter wrote a piece so again i don't know but she says ann coulter happy kwanzaa the holiday brought to you by the fbi and then uh, this is, I'll just read a, a snippet here, but it says Kwanzaa celebrated exclusively by white liberals. Do you celebrate Kwanzaa? I do not. I do not celebrate Do you know Kwanzaa. anybody who celebrates Kwanzaa? No, no. I, not only do I not know anybody that celebrates Kwanzaa, I have never known anybody to have celebrated Kwanzaa. Yeah. Ever. So, yeah. Because it's the, well, that's the thing, right? Because there's no tradition in it because it hasn't been around long enough to really you know, like get the hooks of tradition where it keeps like, you know, every family, every generation is celebrating this. Right. I would uh, say more importantly, it's not, it's not religious because m- most holidays got a religious connotation to it. So it doesn't have anything. Right. Like that too. To I mean, in that way. Yeah. So this is, this is what, and again, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, it says uh, Kwanzaa celebrated exclusively by white liberals is a fake holiday invented in 1966 by black radical slash FBI stooge Ron Karenga, a.k.a. Dr. Milana Karenga, founder of United Slaves, 
the violent nationalist rival to the Black Panthers. So I guess it had something to do with the FBI was trying to take down the Black Panthers because I guess the Black Panthers were like a cause of concern for the FBI, which is uh, that I know to be a fact because they were fucking with them nonstop. Um, So I I, I don't know. But yeah, I I always like wondered because I remember like I feel like before 1996, I'd never even heard of Kwanzaa. And then all of a sudden I just. It kind yeah, of... it didn't exist. I mean, like I said, it's not connected to any religion, so it's just like they just tried to make. Uh, and then I, you know, I remember when I was growing up, I remember they used to try to connect it to like Hanukkah and Christmas and stuff like that. But it has never... Hanukkah vibes with the with the like because it kind of has like a menorah thing going on. Yeah, but I think that it is not Jewish at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I could see the just because it has the candle thing where you could be like, oh, there's some elements. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had to pick and choose from 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 somewhere, I guess. Yeah, would you consider starting to celebrate it? What would what would you need to get on the Kwanzaa train? When is Kwanzaa? I think it's around the time of Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Convenient. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's on Boxing Day. Oh, so it's the 26th. Yeah, it starts on the 26th. It's every year from December 26th to January 1st. See, I'm instantly suspicious when they put a new holiday and they run it up right against Christmas. You know, that's kind of convenient. Right. Hey, you know, I don't normally get the opportunity to speak with a Canadian. Yeah. I've always, um, you know, I look at stuff like calendars and I've always noticed Boxing Day. Do you at all know the history of Boxing Day or why boxing would have a holiday? I don't. Do you? No. I don't. I I mean, Um, it's a Canadian holiday, so that's why I was um, Boxing Day is, I think it was started in England. It's, yeah, it says it's a common Commonwealth thing. I don't know what the etymology of where it comes from, but it says, Wikipedia says, thought it was originally as a holiday to give gifts to the poor. Today, Boxing Day is primarily known as a shopping holiday. Uh, But yeah, I don't, I don't, oh, here's this. Yeah, it says, actually, there is no definitive theory to where it came from, uh, the etymology of it. I, yeah, I have no idea. It it just was in Canada, was forever just, yeah, the crazy shopping day. Well, that's cool. I mean, I guess they wanted something around. I don't know. And it's also I'm... the day that the World Junior Hockey Championship starts because that's a big deal in Canada. Is the uh, the under eighteen, uh, the under eighteen hockey hockey championships start on Boxing Day? So there's that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where it comes from. Okay. Yeah, but as a Jew, um... you didn't see me complaining about those deals. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Anyways, cool. Thanks, Chad. Appreciate you calling in. That was Chad Show favorite Chad uh, Phone lines are open We're going to go a little longer today Because we got no uh, Boxing Day was created by the FDA Food and Drug Administration That's some real fucking conspiracy shit right there Hello Thanks for calling Low Value Mail Hey Hey Charlie how you doing Good how are you Charlie Good. Oh, please turn down. Can, can you, you hear me? Down, yeah, can you just turn down your TV or whatever you're watching on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, man. There we go. Oh, there we go. Turn down. Can you hear yeah, because I can. Charlie, how are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can, yeah. Can you hear? Is yeah, yeah. You just got. You got to turn. The, you just got to turn it down because the way there's like a delay and then I hear it. How about now? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, can you, can you hear 
no, 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 I can still hear it. You just have to turn it off. Because then you're going to be hearing yourself and myself on a delay. No, 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 I can still hear it. You have to turn it off. See? You know, you know what it is? What is it? How about now? Yeah. Yeah, it's off. Is it better now? Yeah, people are calling you a low-value caller. Um, how's it going, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, we got it. We figured it out. It's okay. Doing all right. I'm actually I'm from Florida. Okay, another Florida man. Yeah, man. Um, I just had a question about um, you probably, it's probably something you've heard before about comedy in general. Yep. Um, do you think like um, the people like do you think now I'm sure this is something you hear all the time about like the climate now about how everybody kind of gets offended by things and like uh, there's a lot of people that seem to be like easily like uh, like they don't like understand sarcasm or when you're you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a bit of it. Some it's just comedy is so like vague and broad what comedy can be. And like some people, I mean, like we were talking about with the Rich Voss thing when he's in Winnipeg. Like some people yeah. want to go hear just the lightest. Like you know, I'm sure you see comedy and you're some comedy. If you're, I don't know what kind of comedians you're into, but I'm sure if you're into certain comedians, then other comedians just like they don't, they do nothing for you. You're like, this is just, it's nothing. Well, I'm I'm 38. I mean, are you probably around my age? I'm the same age. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we we grew up like in the 90s, early 2000s, kind of. Um, I don't know if that makes any difference, but like it does. To do I mean, in terms of what was you know acceptable yeah. I guess. like is it something like you you notice how like it's just it's how people it never used to be such a big deal like certain types of humor like laughing or like now it's kind of like we're kind of conditioned to like feel guilty about laughing at certain types of humor that kind of thing i mean it just all depends like i've look don't get me wrong i've been at shows where some comedian said some super racist, like lazy thing that was like not a good joke. And you're just like, you know, right. and, and then, you know, that race is in the audience and you're probably like, yeah, that they probably can't like that. Like, I, I can't imagine <laughs> you're you're like right. lo- you're enjoying that or you're like thinking that that's particularly funny. But I've also right. been on the other side of that coin where someone says some race based thing, but it's very funny and clever and then they love it. It's just it's it's honestly like it's one of those things where you say something. If it kills, then it's okay. If it bombs, then it's not okay. And that's right. like the line because if it does well, then everybody kind of agrees that it's funny and true. And then if it doesn't, then people are like, "That's just mean and racist." And sometimes that line is like thin, right? It's like it's like a yeah. tightrope, you know, where it's like you can fall on one side of that kind of easily. Um, but I the, then there's just like yeah, there is a definitely just more people who are looking to be. Uh, aggrieved if you will you know well like I talked to somebody that that thought that like you know you if you make observations about something that you haven't like experienced yourself that you shouldn't do that that kind of thing or if you're not if you try to make an observation about like another culture that's not yours yeah um, I mean that used to just be stand up but the, th- the difference is, I mean, nobody would tell uh, a black comedian who's making an observation about something he sees in white culture that he shouldn't do that. So it's obviously a single direction. It's just sure. white people should not be making observations about non-white people. But nobody has any issue right, with right. it going the other way. Uh, right, right. Right. So, 
I mean, again, it's just it's how you do it. Like I, I've seen, I've seen it done every which way. And at the end of the day, it's like if it's funny, people generally don't care. But sometimes, especially if you have, you know, if you got a show where it's like the comedians, you know, not very good, or right, not very seasoned, and yeah, it's like they're they're trying to do something that's very difficult, and they're not good at it, and then it just comes off as just being like mean and sure, yeah. Well, I think that's true, too, like about how that a lot of the context is lost too, where, you know, uh, there's a difference, too, between being intentionally mean or singling one person out and being just shitty to that person or just, uh, you know, just trying to try something that was um, observational. It just didn't hit. For sure. And again, I'm like people I think I think people have less leeway in kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt that you were trying a joke and and then it ended up maybe coming off not as funny they definitely have less leeway with that kind of thing now and, and but I, I get i can't like i still struggle to put myself in the position of someone who would attend a comedy show and then right. leave it because <laughs> they like go there right. and, and then like like if i go to a comedy show i mean don't get me wrong i've been to comedy shows where i left but it was just because i was like i just there's nothing here for me you it's know. funny. I mean, I heard one time, I, I forget who the comedian was, but like they did a joke that bombed in a certain, it was a city. He said something, he went to, I think he went to, it was an American comedian who went to Canada, said something about a city in Canada. And then on the news the next day, they said like something like the city of Toronto, the city of, the city was in mourning over the joke that he did. Uh, I mean, I believe, I believe the CBC would write <laughs> some sort of nonsense like that, but uh I, I I don't know what city that was, but I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm curious who that was. I'm sh- I'm sure there was some sort of hyperbolic where he made fun of some well, city, but you're like whatever. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even have to be about anything specific, like race or anything. It could be like about religion or about any any kind of a. I mean, religion physical... used to be. That's the thing too. Is like everybody's like, oh, you can't talk about like trans stuff, and you know the new Ricky Gervais special is like. Oh, you can't like everybody's like, why is he going on about trans stuff? But like that kind of used to be religion. Like you couldn't just go shit on fucking religion back right. in the day. That was that was the trans thing. Right. Right. Like that. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, it, it sure. was that. Like that was the thing, you know, and then that you couldn't talk about where you get in trouble. And like literally like you would go to a fucking uh, group of, you know, you did some anti-Christian jokes or Catholic jokes. And then like that sure. table would get up and leave. And they would yeah, go complain yeah. to the fucking manager and you would never be asked back for making those jokes. Right. Right. And the other thing, too, it seems like uh, do you think that there's a, like a thing where people kind of the people some of the people that say that they get outraged or offended are kind of doing it for like because it's like fashionable to say you're offended like they're not actually offended. Yeah. I mean, you you definitely get some some clout, I guess, in that community. But. I don't I truly do believe they are offended. I don't I don't think yeah. they're like like I don't think they're really sociopath like where they go this is all a lie that I just am and I'm just acting. Like no, I think they are upset about it, but I think a lot of times they're misunderstood. Like with the Voss thing in Winnipeg, you're like he made some yeah. it was a drunk table of indigenous people and then he was making some jokes about them being drunk and they go, "Oh, you're making these jokes because we're indigenous." And he's like, "No, I'm making this joke because you're drunk." <laughs> right. Right. Like I'm not making them because you're indigenous. You happen to be indigenous. And yes, there are stereotypes that are like around that. But in this instance, right. but he can't explain for the life of him in any scenario where he would be like, look, I made these jokes because you're drunk, not because you're indigenous. Like he did say some things related to 
they're like you know he he did make some comments related to them being indigenous but again like i said earlier they're like pretty benign in terms of like you know the type of jokes that are made like you know they're they're not like oh my god that was so hurtful right and it's also become like you know obviously it's it's kind of uh comfortable i don't know if comfortable is the right word but it's like it's it's like a lot of people complain about cancel culture and they talk about how cancel culture this cancel culture that you don't want to be one of those people that like just uses that as an excuse all the time like oh it's just cancel like sometimes yeah somebody's just yeah shitty i mean there was things. yeah i mean cancel culture is real we were actually me and ryan were just talking about this because um so there was a comedian who i knew his name is matt billen i think we've talked about this maybe before and uh-huh. uh but but anyways he he like made there was this like trans comedian in in uh it was a female to male trans comedian who became like the, this was like in, you know, 2017, 18, when all this shit was like so hot and like became like, you know, one of the biggest comedians in Canada basically was doing like all the festivals, everything. And then, um, ended up getting me too by this girl and, and this trans comedian got totally like canceled, just like wiped off the face of the fucking map. Uh, for wow. so it, it, it and we we would joke because we'd be like yeah I guess uh, uh his or her name whatever is Shanty and be like I guess she really is a white guy because they really did get the fucking full brunt of a cancellation even though we used to be a woman right <laughs> but uh yeah. but but this trans comedian was at uh this festival and there's this guy Matt Billen who was uh had like arrived late or something goes and does his spot tells some like really basic joke about you know, like f- female, like w- now would be even be like kind of hacky. I think it had to do with just like um, w- uh, females like participating in men's sports or like vice versa, like the trans thing and yeah. or, or men participating in female sports. And then got off stage. There was like a letter from this trans comedian being like, hey, I'm trans, you fucking dickhead. Not funny kind of thing. And then his wow. career was like ruined. Like in, in Canada, yeah. like your career is very tenuous to begin with like always just because it's a small country, small industry. But anyways, he was like blacklisted from everything. He ended up wow. going on this like weird kind of like thing. And then he killed himself like six months ago. Oh, my and God, it was very awful. much like people are like, it was very much related specifically to this thing of getting canceled. And he got canceled for like, really like he literally got canceled for a joke by another comedian who then got canceled for sexually assaulting people. Like who wow. did actually something really bad? Like this person really did something bad. He right? Didn't, he exactly. didn't do anything. He just made like a pretty basic joke, got his everything taken away from him, and then he killed himself. That's that's terrible. That's yeah. like the, that's the other conversation though too about how like the, some of the people that cancel other people or try to. It's like what makes them think like wh- wh- where do they get this the self righteous idea that they're like in the they're in the position to to judge everybody else. I mean more moral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more so than that, like this comedian. So the way that they got uh, canceled, this trans comedian was Louis C.K. was playing in Toronto after his like it was his first tour back after his whole thing right before COVID after his whole cancellation. Right. And, right. and this comic played this club, uh, Yuck Yucks in Toronto, and then went on Facebook and was and started making a whole stink about like, oh, classic yuck yucks, like bringing in some white man who like abuses women to perform like on, you know, whatever. And then people were like, hey, Shanty, uh, you really want to be like, like talking like this, you know, making these claims when, you know, all the stuff that you've been doing. And and I guess I'd never heard of any of this shit at the time. But then these comments basically made the whole thing blow up. 
And so this comic, this trans comic was calling out Louis C.K. for being this white guy who abuses people. And then this trans comic was a white guy who abuses people. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's like the person that dug up all that information, like on Shane Gillis, and ha, and had like before he even got the job. It's like yeah, it, it's, it's, it makes you wonder, like, what do these people think? What do they think? Like, they do they think that there's anybody in the world that's never said anything that they're embarrassed about, or maybe like, I don't know, just didn't yeah, say. The I right mean, they way. just they're like they're these weird vigilantes. I don't know. They they really think they're <laughs> they're saving the world from hearing these right. horrible things. You know, I, I don't even really. Yeah, like I don't know, like the, the guy Seth Simons, like he in his mind he goes, "I'm a la- a comedy labor journalist," and then he ended up getting tricked. I don't know if you saw this, but like his most recent thing was like for the some piece where he was calling all like calling out all these owners of like the stand as like these no. like, racist and sexist and all this stuff. And oh then, my god! And then I just randomly got a DM one day from some guy, and he goes, "Hey, just like here's a link to this thing," and some guy had been setting him up for months. And he published this whole piece about this whole gotcha about the whole like white supremacist scene and comedy and how Jeez. it's like all right, all the just buzzword nonsense. And right, it was all right, right. fake. It's the whole thing. He totally well, the, just got hooked. That's great. The latest thing that I heard was about the Rich Voss thing. And that that that's like kind of troubling because you, you think like if if comedy clubs start doing that where they don't like they don't back up the comedian and it said like go against the comic and like um that's that's tr- that's well i mean you know they'll just uh, some people will think twice about going to work there because it's like it i mean it's in fucking winnipeg like who wants even wants to go there to begin with like you know right. i'm sure they maybe they treat you well but yeah they, i mean i know comedy clubs even who are just like yeah we don't want the fucking craziest guys who say the craziest shit they're like we kind of want right. just down the middle guys who cause us no problems you know sure, yeah. like a quarter of the people hate it but they don't, and you know, they sometimes bomb, but it's like, whatever. And you're like, but it's like, nobody really is getting upset. Like, it's well, just... like, yeah, that my, my thought on it has always been like, okay, like there's nothing wrong with apologizing. If you know that you do, you hurt somebody's feelings or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's like, on the, on the other hand, it's like to go the opposite direction and try to ruin someone's entire life over it. It's crazy. It's just, it's like, why, why don't people, why isn't there like a balance in those arguments yeah. where it's like, you know, how about you talk to somebody and let them know that they offended you or whatever. And then you squash it and get past it. Uh, yeah, like, also it's, it's fucking a- go Google rich Voss. Right. You know, you're like, Oh, he said something <laughs> offensive. You're like, yeah, that's like his thing. <laughs> Right. And again, you're at a comedy club. I guess people, I mean, look, people have different ideas of what comedy is is and sure, should sure. be. And you know what? I, I, the one thing I will say is, you know, for a very long time, comedy was straight up like one size fits all. Like you just, you go to a comedy club and you get what you get and that's it. Sure. There, there wasn't specialized comedy where you could say like, I could go see like an all women comedy show or like an all LGBT comedy show or whatever. And but there was, you know, like the viewers of comedy were like wanting that to a degree, like some of them were at least like some people didn't Uh, want to go to the one size fits all comedy show. And so at least there's they have that now. Yeah. And the one thing, the last thing I'll let you go, I just wanted to find out like what your your what is your general feeling like about the state of, of the business of comedy now? Do you see it? Do you see it like kind of swinging back in the other direction or maybe like getting some sort of middle ground? 
Um, I don't really know. I mean, it's obviously the podcasting thing's great because, you know, nobody can really take that away from you besides, I guess, like Patreon or something. But for the most sure. part, or YouTube, but unless, you, you got to go really far off to, to the deep end to, for that to happen. But for the most part, uh, I mean, it's great. Like, you know, for, right. for me, for example, uh, like if it wasn't for podcasting, I would have nothing. I would just be, I would literally have nothing. Well, like with you and Ryan Long and like JP Sears, those guys, I mean, that, that, that's like, you guys are hilarious, you know? Yeah, so I, I think I appreciate it. But yeah, but without yeah. the stuff, we would have nothing, like at all. Like, I, I mean, maybe I can't speak for Ryan, but for me, like, you know, it, it's the only thing that I, I really have. Like, and because we kind of were a little early to this whole style of comedy, especially in Canada, like, we kind of like made ourselves persona non grata in the whole like entertainment <laughs> industry there. Uh, as well, right, right. right? Where people are like, we're not working with people who say shit like this because that's kind of what Canada was like. So, uh, well, but no, it's good. We we got uh, well, we got this stuff. Keep making videos, man. You're hilarious, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. All right, take care. All right, oh, damn, fucking the time flies, everybody. We're gonna go late though. As long as you guys are watching, I'm gonna keep on going. We got JJ Lieberman in the chat. Uh oh, we got we got a call. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Oh, hello? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm pretty good. Is this uh, Danny? This is. This is. Who am I speaking with? Uh, my name's Thomas. How's it going, Thomas? How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, pretty good, man. Oh, this is so cool talking to you, man. You guys are so awesome. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you calling in. What? But, uh, so I'm, sp I'm supposed to have a question for no, you? No, no, no. I mean, what do you want to do? Any, anything you want to talk about, man? This is, this is open lines. This is like we talk about whatever you want oh. to talk about. Any okay, cool. Yeah, well, you got any what's going uh, on? Y'all don't. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all don't talk about sports. What What are y'all into as far as sports? I'm, you know what? I am pretty into sports. Ryan's not into sports at all. Because I've actually said before, because I go like, the one thing with the boys cast is you're like, there probably is a ton of people who are into sports. Because we are like, you know, our, like we see our demographics and it's like, it's literally 90% men. So it's like, it must be somewhat a fucking a sports fans. I'm really into sports. I mean, I was talking about the fucking, I was literally watching three weeks ago, the Maple Leafs game during on my computer while I was doing the show. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I'm into sports. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really, I mean, it's not that kind of, this isn't that kind of podcast, but I mean, if you have any sports, I mean, we must talk about the WNBA is probably the sports that we talk about the most Fe female swimming, <laughs> you know, female swimming, WNBA, yeah. trans weightlifting, uh, stuff like that. But no, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm into sports. Uh, who's your teams? Uh, all Toronto teams. Just the, just the Toronto ones. Yeah. Yeah. You're in what? Tennessee. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's all call. It's not all college sports. I guess you guys have. Um, uh, we got the Tennessee Titans. You guys got the Titans. You guys got the Memphis Grizzlies. And yeah, National and uh, we root for uh, Atlanta. You guys too. like you guys like We're the close to Atlanta. You guys hawk hockey there or no? Uh, well, yeah, uh, we were uh, around here. We were super in it like three, four years ago when the Predators made it to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one thing is a lot of those cities. Like, I, I went to a Florida Panthers game the, uh, like a month ago. The Maple Leafs were there, and it was, like, sold out. Everybody was, like, so pumped, you know, and you're like, oh, man, this is, like, the liveliest fan base. And I'm like, you give them one season of losing, and you're like, 80% of these people are fucking gone. Um, 
Right. Very. I feel like hockey is very fair weather in certain states where you're like, when they're winning, people are into it. When they're not, they're gonzo. Um, right. I, I do. I, I figure it'll get bigger in the states. It's very. It's fun to watch. I've just recently gotten into it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's crazy how fast they're going, and they're like literally. It's like I don't know if you ever skated, but. I'm not a great skater. And then to think they're like doing all that shit while on skates is wild. Um, but yeah. Anyways, Thomas, anything else you want to chat about? We got a, we don't have too much time left in the show. So I want to get to uh, some other callers. Gerard Perry Toronto is not taking the oh, cup well, next year. There's one thing. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm super like into comedy and I uh, think that I could, you know, do it and I'd love to, and I'm a good writer and stuff. Yeah. Uh, did y'all go to school for it at all? No. And, no, because I'm not super funny on my feet as much. Like I'm more of like write down and do skits or okay. you know written. Uh, is there um, is everybody as funny as you guys? You know, on your feet to be a comic, or do you uh, think there are people who can just be writers? Uh there's definitely people who can just be writers. I mean, you, you there's people who are writers and there's people who are performers, right? And or and both. Right. Some people are just writers. They're like, they never get in front of performance, at which point you don't really need to be particularly quick on your feet because that's more of a performing thing. Uh, but writing, yeah. I mean, you, you can be a writer. It's, it's tough, tough gig, uh, but you could definitely do it. Do you want, do you want, do you have any jokes prepared that you want to perform for the audience? No, no, I wish. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll write some and run them, run them past you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you can call in if you want to do like a, a quick, like, We'll, we'll give you like a quick like three minute set if you ever want to perform on a uh, low value mail. That'll be a very low value move for you to do stand up on the show over the phone. Oh yeah, lowest value over here, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, I don't know. You, it definitely, you helps to be quick on your feet if you're performing live, but you don't need it if you're just a writer. Right. Um, yeah, I, I've worried about that as far as if I ever tried to do stand up, but. Yeah, you know, I'd probably, I mean, if you, I'll I say this: if you want to do stand up, if you have an, an inkling into it, just go do it. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, in your mind, you probably think all the these horrible things will come of it if you uh, do it. Like you know, you'll bomb, and then every person you know will find out. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking cares. Just go do it. Just try it and be like, see if you like it. But don't worry about like, oh my god, am I gonna bomb or freeze up? You might. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking gives a shit. Nobody's gonna remember. People only care about themselves for the most part. And as much as you think they're like thinking right. about like, oh my god, that guy sucks. Can you believe they're just thinking about themselves? And that's how it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and, Danny, thank you so much, man. It's so cool talking to yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, take care, Thomas. Bye. It was Thomas Comedy School. Yeah, don't go to comedy school, guys. There is Toronto has a comedy school, uh, Humber College, and it's a fucking complete waste of time. The fact that they don't teach you how to like edit videos there is like insane. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, thanks for calling. Hey. Low value mail. Oh, Danny, what's up? How's it going, man? Hey, man, I'm doing all right. Who am I speaking with? This is Dylan. How's I'm it? calling out of uh, the great state of Wisconsin. Nice, nice. How are things? How are things over there? Oh, you know, we're chilling. We're yeah, chilling hard. All right, cool, cool. Uh, what can I? Uh, <laughs> what can I help you with? Uh, I don't know. I didn't have much to say. No. I wanted to uh, say more. that I've thoroughly enjoyed your special. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dylan. Um, 
And I guess I wanted to ask, did you see um, Norm McDonald's we wa- special? We did, uh, actually, last night. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we watched it last night. Uh, TJ, you know TJ Miller? from? Uh, yes, of course, yes. So he had this little, like, viewing party thing at this bar uh, last night, and we all went to it, and uh, we watched it because he was, like, Norm McDonald was, like, I guess, like, his favorite comedian. He's a sure. lot of people's favorite comedians. He was probably one of sure. my, yeah, one I mean, of mine, too. Yeah, of course. And I watched it, and, and so I didn't really know what to expect of it. And then he gets on, and he's like, he's basically like this right now, where he has headphones on. He's, right, he's he was at his mic. webcam, right? Yeah, he's at his webcam, and I saw okay. that, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> this is not I'm like this is gonna be Yeah you don't shit. know what to expect Well I just You're I'm like, like uh... that format I thought for whatever reason I thought it was something else And I was like oh this is not gonna be good And it was so fucking funny Oh um, man I've only seen like a couple clips From that one YouTube shit. channel it I'm was, not Norm Man it was I watched it He he played with like the format of Like the, the format a bit of the fact that he was uh, I mean it was very much stand up I guess Like I was watching it and I was like I I think in his mind he's so good at comedy that he yeah. he like knows exactly how the crowd will react to everything because that's right. kind of the hardest. Like part. he was picturing a crowd in his mind almost when yeah. he was doing it. Not only that, yes, he was picturing a crowd, but also like you know sometimes uh, as a comedian you say stuff and it, you know it doesn't always get the reaction you expect. Sometimes it does. Yes. You go, this thing's hilarious. Sure. You say it, it gets a laugh. Sometimes right. you think that it doesn't get a laugh. And sometimes it's the other way where you say some weird thing, throw it away, and it just like kills. You go, oh, weird. Like, I didn't think that that was that funny. But yeah, it's just yeah. like, it just kills every time you say it. You go, oh, okay, I guess it is. But he seemed to just really be dialed in about like every little thing. I don't know. I thought it was really good. Um, and I, I saw a clip where he was like stuttering, and it just kind of goes to like show that, like, I, it, well, maybe not go to the show, but it, like kind of, you can kind of assume that maybe he's, everything was more crafted than like, he led on you know what i mean no no he was doing those like a lot of the stuff like he had been working clubs doing in clubs like of course leading up to that point so like he had worked that stuff out a bit of course uh but then he has like the stuff where he kind of like you know he 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 kind of starts talking about like death and you can kind of tell like it's kind of like you get out of the fucking comedy for a bit and it's just like guy who's dying and then it kind of goes it's yeah 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 yeah. it's uh but it was good it was i i really uh thought it was not going to be that good because it was like him in front of a zoom basically like a zoom comedy show which are just generally shit yeah no audio like no yeah no laughs or nothing but like yeah, i gotta find a way to watch it. i don't have netflix but uh, i'll find a way yeah, to watch find, it. i mean you torrent it or whatever i'm sure it's around but right. like honestly and because we were a room of people like who were watching it it really was just like watching a stand-up because there was an audience now and like, right okay yeah yeah so i mean not that you don't need to watch it with a bunch of people but like it, it is good uh, it is way better than i thought it was gonna be um, um yeah then can i just quick leave you with a conspiracy yeah. maybe yes absolutely we the oh, one thing we're missing yeah. out on the show is conspiracies we don't have enough yeah i'm gonna pull a chad kind of like the yeah. titanic but yeah. i'm gonna go a little here we go a little different um what do you think about the whole uh paul mccartney being dead and now there's that well, they call him Fall McCartney, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I remember really that was Billy Shears. When I, yeah, yeah, when that's I, his name. Yeah, Billy Shears. When I was in summer camp, that was like we we used to play the fucking "Is Paul Dead," 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, the the whole like that tape or whatever with the, the, yeah, the Paul McCartney playing it backwards, playing it back exactly, and uh, the I married Paul, like the I am the walrus or whatever. Right, play back and goes I married Paul. But I don't think, that, I think it's <laughs> nonsense. I mean, you it's it's a, okay. it's a fun conspiracy, but I mean, it's, th- that's like the the days of when conspiracies were like fun and like didn't get you kicked off of stuff. Yeah, and that's like, a pretty vi- harmless like, one, right? Vilified, but I feel like a lot of them used to just be like conspiracies used to be fun. Like it was, yeah, like, it was used more to be fun, and now they're like, like, there's no lighthearted conspiracies anymore. Yeah, now it's all oh, now you're a evil person or whatever. But they're everything like, so oh, this will make you think. Yeah, everything's so serious and high stakes now. There's no just like uh, hobby conspiracies, if that makes sense. No, definitely. You know, totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, but no, no. I, I mean, I remember that very well. Like we used to listen to it all the time. But do I think he but died you think and they replace him? I mean, he's just—he's too. The current version's too good of a musician, right? And then yeah, also, no, I, like, so what? He—he he still wrote like all these hits. The new one. Well, that well, then you got to look into Tavistock and like, did the Beatles even write any of their own music? Uh, I don't know. Well, didn't isn't there the the Hulu documentary thing or whatever where he like or the Disney Plus thing where he literally writes "Get Back" like they're like videotaping like, him, you know, in front it, of you in oh, that maybe. moment. Yeah, he writes it like in that moment. I would. I'll have to get my eyes on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't I haven't think seen, I've seen it, but that. I heard it's good. Um, but, but yeah, no, I do think he. I think it's. I don't think he does. You think that's the real Paul? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right, cool. Thanks you for calling in. I appreciate it. No, thanks for taking my call, man. Right, Have a good night. You too, bud. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I don't believe that one. Someone asked me if I went to Hebrew school. I did. I did go to Hebrew school. I don't know who asked me that, but I saw that. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh, what's up, Danny? How's it going, man? Uh, wait, hold on one second. Let me... Yeah. Uh, while you finish that up... Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Is there any way you could turn yourself up for me? But if not, it's... Can I turn myself up for you? Yeah, is that possible? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Is that better? Actually, a little bit, yeah. Okay, worse. Okay, there we go. Me in the middle. Yeah, that's so much better. So what's up? It's me. It's Austin uh, from Tennessee. I called a couple times so Uh, far. Yeah. Oh, is that you asked me if I went to Hebrew school? Was that you who messaged that? Huh? Did you ask me if I went to Hebrew school in the chat? No. Okay. no, no, someone, no, no, no. someone I, did. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the chat, but it's, I missed a good. Oh, chunk dude, of yeah, it. no, it's all good. There's, dude, there's hundreds of us out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it being an issue. No, I, I was the one. Uh, actually, you know what? It doesn't even freaking matter because I was going to talk about a, uh, a conspiracy theory yeah. kind of thing, but it's not a conspiracy theory because I have receipts. Okay. To yeah, bring uh, to uh, the all table. Right. All right. So, so I had something that was on my mind that I thought would be really fun to bring up because I know you're trying to wrap it up for the night. We got 15 more minutes. I'm going to go another 15 minutes. Okay, I'm still going to try to do a TLDR. Maybe you can get okay. another call in after me then. I'll, I'll try to be abrupt with uh, this. Uh, all right, cool. Um, so you're from Canada, so I don't know how familiar you are with the the United States Postal Service. I don't know how much different it is from the Canadian Postal Service. I mean, they're both fucking um, useless, but yeah. I imagine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course yeah. they are. But so it turns out... Uh, it turns out that like a year ago, uh, the post office got found out for doing illegal investigations on their citizens through social media. 
The post office was? Yes, the post office was. Okay, so let me explain. So the post office has a sub-branch of itself that's called the inspectors, right? They're the postal inspectors, and they, they're run out of the inspector general's office. Okay. Uh, the USPSICG or something. And the organization is called ICOP. It's the in, internal... Hold on. Let me pull up, pull up the name for you. Make sure I get this right. I'm going to put you on speaker real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get this right. No problem. We're going to get some low value. We're going to get some low value comments coming in. Um, oh, dude, for sure. That's okay. Uh, so the it is the internal covert operations program that was ran by the United States Postal Service Inspector uh, Generals uh, or whatever, the General Inspector's Office, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I work for the post office, so I'm, I'm actually Oh, so we got an inside source here. Thing uh, no, no, don't, don't take it that way. The the post office is uh, broken up in such a way that it's it's more like military. Okay, where yeah, it's all compartmentalized. Just because I was in one position, it doesn't mean I know anything that was going on in another. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, so don't, and that's the way they yeah, want don't it, take probably. It sure, yeah, I'm sure it is. The, you know, break it up into smaller subsections, and everyone's doing their part, and no one knows what's really going on. Um, but I don't, I, I, to, I guess, um, put a caveat in there. I don't think that the general post office employee is doing anything nefarious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're literally just like everybody else at any other job yeah, where they're course, just going in and they want to go home. Okay. So what's the, uh, what's the know? conspiracy? What's the conspiracy here? Well, it's not a, cause it, that's the thing I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, tease you and get you interested by calling it a conspiracy. It's not, it's totally completely proven. So oh, oh, something that's, okay. So they're invested. So it's, you're saying they're investigating just people. Yes. Yeah. In general for any crime. So, okay. So first to put it, what do you mean by any so crime? The, it's not related to the post office crime. Correct. Yeah. Which is illegal there. The, okay. So the inspectors, uh, the inspectors came about, uh, I think, not quite whenever the post office was officially um, a government organization. I think they were a year or two later, maybe. Yeah. But they're essentially the FBI. Like, they're equivalent to the FBI um, in their ranking when it comes to federal, um, you know, federal jurisdiction. Right. Uh, and But their whole thing is that they're supposed to be over mail, mail fraud, and illegal stuff going through the mail. Like... The, the way it was sold to me whenever I got hired and they were telling me about it, it's like, oh, these are the guys who make sure drugs don't get shipped through the mail, right? right? And I've, been, I've interacted with like three or four different um, people that were in the inspector's office because they suspected people of, of shipping drugs and stuff. And uh, they were right a couple times, definitely, because, uh, dude, if, if someone ships freaking pot through the mail you can smell it on the box like we all knew everyone knew yeah of course that we were delivering marijuana it's just like well i mean we were told to deliver it uh you know but whatever yeah um but so i've interacted with them before but so that's what they're supposed to be doing is they're supposed to just be handling like if it's a mail crime right but so they they introduced uh the icop that i was talking about earlier they introduced that i don't remember what year it was but they introduced that, which was supposed to be covering like social media and online activity in order to inspect mail related crime. But instead, it turns out their entire time that they've been doing things, they never once even looked for mail related crime. And instead, they were just looking into any sort of crime, like nothing related to the mail. They were looking for protesters, 
Uh, there's a few keywords. Um, give me one second. And who is putting there's them up few- to this? Protests, attacks, destroys, and uh, those those were like a, a few choice keywords that were picked. Protests, attacks, destroys, that this government mail agency has been looking into for years. And they finally got ratted out about this, right? And who's directing them, though? Like, who's at the, who is at the top of that? The, that? That would be, well, I mean, at the very top of that, that would be the um, the Postmaster General. Okay. And so he's... Which is a... Uh, yeah, and a she. Or she. Uh, wait, no, I, no, it is a male. It is a yeah, male. Yeah, it was right. a guy. Trump, they introduced a new, they, a, a new dude got appointed yeah, by Trump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this dude, I don't know if it came into effect under the last person, which was the first female postmaster general, or if it came into effect under Trump. I'm not sure about that. But either way, this program has been going on, and they got found out that they have not done their job at all, and instead have been investigating uh, social media and the citizens of America illegally, and so when confronted and taken to court and taken in front of the Senate and stuff like that or whatever, uh, they pretty much just did what you know politicians always do, where they just run in circles around it, and their response to it was to just rebrand, uh, so they changed the name of it, let, let me, hold on, they changed the name of it, and the, instead of stopping what they were doing, um, they changed the name of it and then changed it to being their job. Oh, so they just re- redid the whole thing. And they go, this is what we yeah. do. But isn't that like the, what the NSA does? I, well, yeah. Isn't that what the CIA, the FBI, and the NSA, and the TSA, and Homeland Security, isn't that all of their jobs? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I think what happens with a lot of like, I, I can't, I don't know who made this point, but like with the school shootings and all that, you know, the fact is, is like, you've never heard of one thwarted school shooting. Like they've no, never yeah. paraded out one time where they go, look. This, this was about well, to happen, the, and the we stopped it. The never stopped a terrorist attack. Of course not. No, The CIA has never been right about a uh, foreign threat. No, yeah. I, I mean, maybe they are, and they're just, yeah, but they're not, prov- like, and, you know, I guess there's the, if you ever watched the show, like, 24 or whatever back in the day, but, like, you know, maybe they are thwarting these nuclear attacks, and they just don't want anybody to know about it, and maybe we are, like, within an inch of fucking full annihilation, and we're just, you know. Uh, That's a very, very positive outlook that, yeah, no, they just don't tell us about all the stuff they say. What politician or branch would not be like, look totally. how great we No, are. I'm, I'm talking about in the, in the like, potential of, like, we're like, oh, we just missed, like, collapse of the entire society, like a nuke kind of thing. You know, maybe don't, maybe they don't want to tell you that because people would just be so panicked. But you, I know right. what you mean I'll for something like a shooting, you, you go that, like the, the, the panic. But I just everybody just wants to claim to fame, don't they? Absolutely. And for something like a shooting, they would absolutely. I mean, dude, how many fucking photos have you seen of like you know twenty federal agents with like a pound of weed and like a pistol, and they're like, "This is a big fucking bust," and you're like, "Okay, good job, guys." Yeah, I mean, on the, you're absolutely right, and on that same vein. um the crap, I forget who did it, but I was just reading an article about how one of our agencies has been getting baby formula and destroying it because it was illegal. Really? So, because it got, yeah, because it got shipped in illegally, they've actually been destroyed. Oh, yeah, I saw that. There was, yeah, it came in from China or Japan or somewhere in Asia. Germany. It was Germany. Oh, Germany. Oh, Germany. Germany. Oh, Germany. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, exactly. But so this this thing though with the post office is so the inspector general who or the inspectors who have been in charge with uh, looking online for any sort of mail fraud or mail crime uh, instead of actually fixing anything or addressing the fact that they've been doing stuff illegally, they just changed the name to the analytics team with a very simple name. Yeah. So they they changed the analytics team and then just rebranded what they're objective was to encompass any form of of crime so now the post office itself is also another branch that that is going around and looking at um the american citizens and looking for any nefarious behavior that they might have interesting yeah i did not know about that i i uh i had not heard of that before but yeah that i, yeah. I if you look there's an article from politico if people want to look more into this the ice. There you go. See, I was going to say, I, I do have receipts, but yeah, I, Politico is way more trusted than what I was going to bring up. Um, uh, I was going to bring up that joke website. You've probably heard of it once or twice. It's it's kind of underground. It's called uh, Vice. Yeah. Um, uh, or I think it's, is it Vice? It's Vice. It's not Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Vice, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I found it on Vice. I've, I've never really read them before, but I, I was reading that. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, this all lines up. <laughs> funny stuff um all right cool man thanks for calling in i appreciate it that's it brother i yeah. hope you have a great night and thanks for releasing your special oh thank you thank you i'm glad you liked it thanks it was great i loved it yeah oh, thanks man. have okay. a good one all right bye okay uh how is everybody doing is this still going i'm looking at the stream uh is this still live am i did i did i fucking fuck something up did we lose did we lose juice i don't know what's going on I'm looking at it here. Uh, I think it might have. I think we might have lost it. I think I. I think this show's over, guys. I think the show is over uh, because I don't know what happened here, but I. Uh, yeah, this. Yeah, you know what? They shut down the stream. They shut us down. All right. Well, that's the show. I'm not sure what happened. The stream just got shut down. I don't know if YouTube, uh, something was said that was a no bueno. I hope not. But uh, that's been the show, everybody. Thank you for everybody who listened. Uh, tomorrow, I guess if you're, you won't see this now because it's not live, but please join the Patreon, patreon.com slash low value mail for an extra episode every week. And then I will see uh, everybody else tomorrow at 1230 Eastern. Uh, bye-bye.